how to dish the jacket. It's too hot. It's too hot. It's too hot. Blame a MAGA Republican. You heard the witch. Hello, how are you? Hi, welcome back. It is middle of the week. Somehow, is that it? It's only Wednesday. Are you fucking kidding me? What's the fucking difference? Lots to, uh... Throw some spices on it. Back to the war. Appreciate this. Someday I'll I'll, I'll get this uh, I'll get this technical wizardry under control. I promise. Let's uh, go to the chat here. A lot going on again. A lot has uh, transpired this week, especially uh, you know in our little corner of the world. But uh, you know. In Canada in general, I suppose, it's uh, always getting stupider, crazier, dumber, and more ridiculous every day and just exemplifies the definition of a stupid joke meme country that we are. Uh, there's very few people in this in this place that are competent, smart, brain works, good at anything. We're like the, we're like the president's choice bargain bin country. Uh, you know, when you're leaving Walmart and they've got a bin of movies and shit that nobody wants and you can like they're basically giving it away like do you want it for a dollar like that's that Canada's in that category of country you know that's why I mean that's how we treat our passports right we just give them away you just have one oh have you been here for four minutes hey you could be the prime minister who gives a shit (laughs) oh I tweeted about that earlier the idea, and I don't think I'm, I think if you polled Canadians on, I think if you polled everyone on this, very, it would be overwhelmingly amount of, the overwhelming amount of people would agree with me on this, that if you are going to be a leader, if you're going to be in a leadership position in a, you know, government, provincial, federal, whatever it is, you're going to take a responsibility and leadership role uh, for your people, then those are your people, meaning you don't have other people. This is, this is where you've sta- you've chosen to plant your feet and call home, and these are the people you're going to fight for come hell or high water. Because you can only really have one master, one nation, one you know, one home, can't you? Instead, Canada, uh, like many other countries, and this really needs to be remedied as quickly as possible if we're going to have any chance of rectifying any of these fucking problems, uh, is a place where you can have multiple citizenships. You can be a, a citizen of many countries. So let's say, you know, would it be a problem? If someone in our cabinet or someone in the government had, uh, or maybe multiple people, had Russian passports while we're engaged in what is essentially a hot war, uh, you know, now with the Russians, would that cause anybody? How about a Chinese passport? If you're not comfortable, you're like, okay, I want to be, I'm running for office. I'm running for a position of authority and power in the Canadian establishment, the American establishment, the Australian, wherever it is. The first question should be, if you have two passports, okay, I'm going to need you to burn that one right now in front of everyone. You're going to destroy it. You're going to renounce that citizenship and and say that this is now... You know, they used to do this to the military. They, they wouldn't allow you to have dual citizenships if you were like in a tier one, uh, you know, a special forces unit, but you can, be, you can be the president, you can be the prime minister, you can be a cabinet minister. None of that matters, huh? No, you choose. You're going to choose one. And if you're like, oh, that's not fair, you're not cut out for leadership. 
You're not the kind of person that we need in charge. You're not the kind of person that should be in charge. You're the kind of person that when push comes to shove and your backs are up against it, maybe there's a situation where one party's interests conflict with another party and you technically belong to both parties. Which one are you going to side with, the Canadian people or maybe your extracurricular country or people that you decide are more important, more valuable? I don't think you should be in the government and and have that uh, ability. I think that's ridiculous. I think that invites treason. I think it invites um, people to take advantage of your country, and I think it uh, shows weakness and it makes us it makes it very clear to other people around the world that we're not a serious country and we don't even expect you to be a real citizen of this country. You can just show up, just show up, just show up and be a cabinet minister. Get in drunk driving accidents, do whatever you want, run people over. It's fine. It's fine. Um, we have no fucking standards whatsoever. So I thought that was funny. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, obviously, the uh, lying Levant. He's a liar. That's what he does. He does it for money. He's a liar. Ezra Gilmore. Lying Levant. Uh, we'll get to that. Lots of that. To uh, <laughs> That's going to eat up quite a, quite a bit of time, I think. I don't have a lot prepared, to be honest with you. I've been in court for basically a week. <laughs> well, I had a few different dates. The lawyers were here. I had to spend a lot of time with them the last couple of days. I haven't been haven't had time to keep up with a lot of the general shenanigans. I expect most of the, the countries it's still on fire, yeah. Everything's still gone to hell. I see that the you know, all of the nerds are like, Oh, cabinet shuffle. Who cares? It makes no difference. It's completely pointless, weird thing to nerd out about. Uh, the conservatives have doubled down their support for mass migration. They want to do it faster legally. We're going to have more migrants. Uh, uh, Prime Minister's not even not even building the mansions. And they should be getting mansions. And they're not even getting mansions. And, and, and we know that this country was built on immigration. No, asshole. Let me tell you a story. When my family got here in the 1700s, uh, they were sent here basically as indentured servants to the King of England, who, you know, they conquered Scotland, right? We were colonized. And then they sent the Scots... To Nova Scotia, where I currently live, where my family has been once again since the 1700s, and when they when they landed here at the Halifax International Airport, we're given liberal uh, voter ID registration grants here. You can live in this hotel for free. We'll set you up with a job and an education and some. Oh, or no, that's not what happened. Actually, half of them starved to death. Uh, succumbed to scurvy and all kinds of different uh, diseases and problems, rats on the ship, all of this, on this moldy old broken down boat across the Atlantic. Half of them die. They're throwing their dead kids overboard, all that. And then when they get here, ah, it's just trees. It's just trees. And they have a, a very limited amount of time to start producing for the king of england so then they set to work chopping down trees building homesteads roads farms agriculture all of this the beginning stages of what you see here today so the ancestors had to literally build this place up from nothing so to compare we have to we have to put them in mansion why why is it canada's responsibility to house, feed, employ, and take care of the entire fucking world, in your opinion. Why do you think that is? What's that about, right? How about we're full? How about fuck off, we're full? How about we don't have enough doctors? We don't. Our healthcare is in complete disarray. Our first emergency responder units are completely tapped out and cannot possibly service the a mountainous amount of shit they're supposed to deal with already. Our justice system is completely backed up with criminals. All of our jails are completely full of violent criminals, so much so that we just have to let them back out on the streets because there's nowhere to put them. Oh, you know, in the, uh, there's a housing crisis. Nobody can get work. Everything's too expensive. Cost of living. Fighting for limited resources 
hey, let's bring in a million more fucking people. This year, next year, every year, forever, forever and ever. And we need to build them mansions. And who's going to pay for this? You are. The Canadian taxpayer pays for it. You pay for the hotels. You pay for the meals. You pay for the transportation. You pay for the education. You pay for all of it. And in exchange for your generosity, all right, that's, I forgot, you're also an extremely racist colonizer. And you're bad and you need to repent. And this is unceded territory of the, I'm sorry, were there airports when we got here? Where'd all that come from? Where'd all of this infrastructure and all that stuff come? That was here first, right? And we stole it. Is that what happened? Did we steal it all? We must have stolen it all. So fucking stupid. Get bent. When do I, am I going to get reparations from the King of England anytime soon? When's that coming? Or maybe I'll go back even further. Maybe my own ancestors, maybe the Danish, maybe the, the, the royal family of Denmark. Can I have some reparations for all that whole occupying, colonizing of the Scottish and British Isles you guys did for a couple hundred years? Because I'm disadvantaged. I have generational trauma from the fucking <laughs> the 1200s. The, Ro- the Lothbrook family really traumatized me way back then somehow and i need stuff now i need things now i need money it's gonna fix it more faster legally oh anyway i am gonna have to rely on the chat a little bit tonight because you guys are gonna have to help me out i'm gonna have to need i'm gonna need some uh some assistance with a lot of the shit that I want to I want to get into, and there's a lot. There's a lot, and I'm sure a lot of people um, know where I'm going with this and can uh, chime in. So feel free to do that. Uh, Madam Breezy says extreme Diaga Beach Day this summer, July 30th at Shades Mill. She, she's always advertising some kind of event, you know, some kind of. <laughs> Appreciate you. Uh, Sunday, July 30th at Shades Mill, 450 Avenue Road, Cambridge, Ontario, 10 a.m. Congratulations on your W. Uh, big win for the people of Kendall. Let's go read a book. I will get right into that in just a second. Thank you very much. Uh, Alberta Angie uh, says, been a while since I've seen a live, and then I think I picked a good one to attend. Now take my money, you fed. Thank you. I will se- I will send the RCMP your regards. Thank you very much, Alberta Angie. Uh, Zabex Demise says, don't know what's wrong with Entropy. Neither do I. They changed a bunch of shit around. It's off. I don't know how to fix this. <laughs> You know, it's a tiny window. I I don't know. Uh, but we're on Rumble, we're on Odyssey, we're on Kick, we're on Twitch, we're on everything. But you're not. On, we're actually not on YouTube. It's one of the only places I'm not on right now. Uh, or Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Who cares? Twitter's gay. Nobody watches anything on Twitter. You know what is dumb about Twitter? You can't even go back and watch something someone's done. There's no way to scroll forward or backward. You have to sit and watch it in its entirety. So that's dumb. And no one does that. No one's ever going to do that. Nobody cares. So. The real Bret Hart. How are you doing, brother? He says, congrats on the drop charges. You still paid as the process was the punishment. You got that right. Uh, he says, fuck Ezra. Death to pedos and hail to Philip and his reign. Philip will have a long, glorious reign. Dark Lord CRJ says, trebuchet on standby, my fellow. Magnetic railguns assisted. Ma- magnetic railgun assisted trebuchet. We're, we're old school and, and fancy, but we like to use technology. You know, We're like the reverse Amish. I don't, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Move on. David, he says, here's $3 for you, and it's not for Rebel Jew. <laughs> a lot of people have been canceling their subscriptions to Rebel. I can't imagine why. Go give it to Veterans for Freedom. Go give it to literally any, go give it to your friends and family. Buy them a coffee. Buy them a sandwich. Just do something nice for somebody, right? Don't, if you're going to, 
you know, I don't want, I don't need it, right? Send it. I mean, I could use it, <laughs> but uh, un, unlike the grifting machine that is Rebel News, I'm not going to create some kind of cause and a reason to have a a fundraiser every 15 minutes. Oh, I need a new pair of socks. Go to EzraNeedsSocks.com and donate fifty thousand dollars. I'm not. I mean, ridiculous. Space Kang says, our leader's home country in the desert definitely conflicts with our country's interests. Honk, honk was right about the honks. Lots of honking. Uh, Camby Dredd says, Biden says he has ended cancer as we know it. Oh, he did? I missed that. In between licks and sniffs. Uh, let's put him in a room with the deputy PM. Uh, ha, ha, ha. And one B, just one B tonight. Okay, we're, going, we're, we're being conservative with the Bs. Camby Dredd's being, you know, she, she doesn't want to waste them. Um, Soaker City says that's, there's a huge spider on the back. Of, don't even say that. <sighs> Dude, there's some big ones down here, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, they're, they're gross. They're just too, they're too big, right? They're, like, freakish. And you should see the webbing that's being constructed around me. This is, it's getting disturbing. I need out of here, but unfortunately, it's probably going to be another year. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Somebody's, tw- uh, Kick, how are you guys doing over there? We're almost at 100 subscribers there. I've just, enabled, I'm not allowed to have subscribers over there now, but another platform to use. Can't ever have enough. All right, let's get to the fucking, get to the shit. Uh, oh, last one. Austin, religious scholar, says, I love the irony of a Jew lamenting about missing pieces to the narratives. <laughs> I've got, I, I just got to get through these and then we'll, you know. Uh, Nigel says, if you track the money far enough, Ezra and Trudope have the same bosses. Loved Greg's video about it yesterday. Looking at the outcomes, it's easy to see the positive impact you make. Thank you, sir. That's probably an appropriate place to start. And then I'll ignore these for a few, not ignore you guys, but I, I, if I just sit and look at the chat, I'll be distracted. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. It. Um, I do want to say thank you again uh, to Greg Wycliffe. He's been a very good friend of mine for a number of years, and um, you know I appreciate that he sticks up for me, and as do many of you guys. I, I mean, be here all night <laughs> thanking people. Um, but I appreciate it immensely, and I can't tell you. I mean, you, you'd never you, – no one could survive this on their own. Uh, you, I mean, to be – you're the national punching bag. And everybody takes shots at you. The media, everybody across the you know the the pretend conservative spectrum too. The police are coming after you. It's uh, you know, <laughs> it's mental. You got people in the neighborhoods taking pictures of the. We should, what are what are we going to do about these Nazis in our neighborhood? You know the lies and the filth that's been peddled by a lot of these uh, a lot of these you know so called patriots these these pretend grifters these people uh, that you know it it does some damage. It really fucks with people's lives and you know. It uh, it's it would be pretty hard to, to do if it did if it weren't for uh, a lot of you guys. So thank you again uh, very much for for that. It was you know first of all, uh, where do we begin? I guess I'll start with last week. Well, we did talk about that a little bit on Friday. I think I covered some of that uh, that case and what's going on with that. That's in process. No updates to that. One month from now, a little under, a little less. The 21st of August, I believe, is the date. The judge is going to come back with a decision on that abuse of process motion. A lot of that going around, it sounds like. Wait out on that. I'm going to yell a bit about Alberta, probably, and that whole fucking nightmare situation. So fast forward, and now we're at Monday. And I didn't get to stream Monday. I didn't get home until very late. I was, again, with the lawyers all day and, you know, going over stuff. I've got four other cases I'm working on. So there's a lot to do there with all of that stuff. There's an insane amount of information to cover and people to talk to. Anyway, that's being being worked on. But on Monday was the supposed to be, Monday and Tuesday were booked for the trial, for my trial, for the 
alleged allegations of he he broke he broke into a business drunk and waved a gun around and pointed it at a man's head and uh, and it's all on video and the police have it all and then a year and a half later they were like ah you know what how about never mind maybe maybe we're just we're just not gonna maybe we're just not gonna really do that oh Oh, okay. I guess your case was so strong that you just decided at the last minute, uh, or we could just not do it at all. We could do that. We could do that. Uh, the case was not strong at all. And they, what happened was there was a uh, <laughs> a peace bond in which I am not allowed to possess uh, weapons or firearms or my license or any of that for a year. Um, however, the all of those things are going to be in government or state custody for at least another year anyway, uh, while these other uh, trials and stuff are, are ongoing. And in, in exchange for that, I admit no criminal wrongdoing, no admission of guilt. I do disagree and reject all of the Crown's so-called facts. And uh, that's that. <laughs> so take from that what you will. Uh, I could get into a little bit more, but there's, you know, it's connected to another case that I have coming up um, as well. More, you know, the other gun charges and stuff. Um, I would love to. I would love to. But I can't. I don't want to jeopardize anything. So you'll just have to wait and see. And um, the people that have had faith in me and, and thought that, you know, because you never really know. I understand what it's like. I've been on both sides. You never really can be sure unless you're intimately involved you're you know right here next to me or you're in my you know circle of my family friends and so on uh otherwise you you don't know really how can you know i'm just a guy on a screen you don't know right i get it i understand that but you know you're never really going to know no until it's all over and the people that stuck by me and said no i don't believe this um this is you know i appreciate you guys very much and that means a lot to me and I know how hard that can be when people are coming after you and there's all this media attention and all of that, um, you know, and some other things I've done and said that were stupid that didn't help, <laughs> didn't help any of you guys defend me at all, I'm sure. And I, you know, I apologize for that, but I, I'm so um, thankful and, and, and grateful to all of you guys for doing that for me when it was not easy to do. And it's just uh you know i'm i'm confident you're you're going to be <laughs> you're going to be rewarded in serving up crow crow feast pies to a lot of people uh in the future so so that one's done that case is all gone you know all of the hoopla and the hysteria about that um to to end like that there you go and where's the media was did you guys see all the stories printed and see where's all the anti hate article where is it all where is it all Where's all the coverage and all of the allegations and you know of political interference from the other case that I'm involved in? Where that all co- where there's you know inferences of uh, improper conduct from the pri- from sorry not the prime the the premier's office, the crown prosecutor's office, the police, uh, ministers, and other political uh, you know figures and operatives and the it's all very bad and it's all their emails you know it's all their their information and you can go and look at that as any time you want Karima Syed uh, tweeted a lot of it she wrote about it on her uh, her piece that I shared on Telegram on Crier you can go read that if you want and uh, if you want to believe that it's all it's all simply an elaborate ruse it's just a massive contour it it's it's a it's a geez a hundred million dollars at least a hundred I mean you need fake jails and prisons and everything and fake guards and fake court proceedings and fake judges and fake journal I mean it's a lot to fake 
um, and fake courtrooms and fake dates, and they've got to fake the dockets, and then we've also got to fool the journalists that show up. And uh, our, our longtime biggest fan, uh, Thor Hendrickson, showed up to the to the court proceedings last week, and you know it was all just again to trick him too. We must maintain this this fa- this facade. It's all it's all an elaborate ruse. Because listen, guys, I really need these three dollars super chats from Nigel and Camby. I need them, right? If I don't get them, I mean that that's the whole point. It's otherwise. I mean, it's, it's totally worth it, right? So what? So I've spent $200,000 in legal fees, and my reputation's destroyed, and, and I've been separated from my children, and I you know, can't see them hardly at ever uh, because of the distance and the time constraints and the curfew and the logistics of the whole thing. And uh, oh, then there was the time uh, five indigenous guys tried to stab me on my bed in jail. That was fun. Oh, right. And going to jail. Months in jail. I forgot that as well. Dragged across. Smeared and slandered again. Again, as well. Held without bail. And then all the things that happened to Morgan as well. She's been targeted. Her bank account's gone. My bank account's gone. I have to find a new more. It's all a ruse. It's simply just it's to trick you into sending me $3 super chats. It's to... And it's free. (laughs) I don't even monetize this. It's fucking free. Everything on YouTube, it's free. I don't even... I don't even want their money on YouTube. I don't know. I've never asked once. Find me the clip. Find me the clip where I ask someone for money. Once. One fucking time. Can you find it? It doesn't exist. I've never done it. <laughs> I just jokingly like, said, give me your money, you know, for the griff shop, right? In a serious manner. I've never asked anyone for money. I've always maintained I'm doing this for free. This is for, this is the point of getting, the point is to get the message out. The point is to talk to people and, uh, you know, try to try to fight back with our words and shape the culture and move the ball down the field and try to try to get a more, you know, sane interpretation uh, of the things going on around us. And if people want to donate, if people want to give money, if they want to like basically throw change in the you know the guitarist's uh, guitar case on the ground while he plays you a tune on the side of the road, if you want to do that, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. If you don't, you don't have to. If you want to just sit here and and criticize everything I do and shoot off about it, yeah, you can do that too. And that's what most of you are doing. <laughs> so uh, there is that. You know, but I'm not. I'm not begging for money. I've never asked for money. Un- unlike uh, lying laments, Ezra Gilmore always got another grift. He needs shoes. He needs a plane. He has to fly far away. He's got to fly far away. A lot of traveling. He's got to do a lot. Lying lament. He's a liar. Um, let's see. Man on the Mountain. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Appreciate that. He says, fuck Rebel News. Greg Wycliffe rocks. Greg Wycliffe does rock. Uh, Camby says, don't forget, sir, that you and this community have saved the lives of many. Uh, the loyal will never turn their backs. We are a family now. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten Bs. A double digit order of Bs. I appreciate it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I consider a lot of you guys like an extended family and some of, some of the friends and, and connections and relationships I've had made and built through this endeavor have been very very powerful and are rivaled of um i mean they're they're as as strong to me in a lot of ways as the guys i went to war with and i think that's because we share kind of the common struggle of living living through this nightmare uh Zubek's demise that's it no more three dollar super chats for you then well that's what you just did and he says forget it not gonna do it all right fine stop <laughs> simon says here's 15 for regal free, we need more show, show worker. We make crime extinct. Oh, okay. Simon's Chinese. I'm sorry. He just typed it that way. I didn't know they typed the way they type. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Nigel, I know jail, sir, and prayer jails are no joke. You have made sacrifices, ones that prove to me where your heart is. Fuck the haters. They smell like donuts and shame. They do. Mo- Everybody that comes after me is fat. Have you noticed this? I don't know why that is. Not everyone that is fat hates me, but everyone that hates me is fat. All, that's almost universally true. That's almost to a T. I don't know. I think there's something there, you know? I was thinking about this in the shower the other day. Not... <laughs> no, not that. It, it was uh, somebody... It was the... the which, minute, which is the minister that looks like a goblin extra creature from Lord of the Rings? He's like a scurry. He looks like he had, probably has claws. It looks like they squished his head. He's kind of like a peanut fig. He's this gangly. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I think it's Omar or something, right? Like, and someone was like, "Why do they all? They all look like goblins." And I was like, "Yes, because not everyone that looks like a goblin is a goblin, but every goblin looks like a goblin." All right, pretty much. It's very. I've I've seen. No one's coming to mind where there's been an attractive goblin. I I've there. I, nothing's jumping out at me. Maybe there's a couple, two, three in the whole world. <laughs> but generally, they, they do look repulsive because they are repulsive inside and out. Uh, whoa, we got a whole bunch over here on Rumble. Uncle Kenny says, no three on here. He says two. Thank you very much, sir. Wow, done then. Uh, thank you very much, brother. He says, joke them if, if they can't take a fuck. <laughs> I agree. I agree. People are way too sensitive these days. And it's to their doom. It's going to hurt them in the long run. Uh, Jaded Mandarin, you have helped and stood up for so many of us. The least we can do is stand by you. Now. I, don't make me upset. Don't, you know, <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Because um, I, I can't. <sighs> Regardless of the politics of the war, because that's not what was going through your head when you're 17. And when you're 18, you're 19, you're 20. And and most professional soldiers are not, polit- I mean, they're just not, this is their life and they trust that the people making these decisions are making the right decisions. And they're simply like, hey, I'm here to fight and fight the enemies of our, our people and I'm here to def- and defend our people. That's it. Whatever you need me to do, whoever's got to die, wherever I got to go, whatever I have to burn down, destroy, you let me know and I'll do it. And then other than that, I just want to lift weights and drink and play video games and be with my family. You know, that's that's it. So there's there's an understanding or at least an expectation that there's there's an arrangement, you know, we're going to go do this and in exchange, you know, if something happens to me, you know, you're going to take care of my family. Or if I get really hurt or fucked up, like I'm going to be looked after, right? Like I'm not going to have my legs blown off or I'm not going to be you know, you're not just going to throw me to a trash heap. Like you're going to appreciate you're going to appreciate this, right? Like this isn't for nothing. Because if I'm doing this for money, quite frankly, there's a lot of better and easier ways to make fifty five thousand dollars a year as an infantry corporal. Okay, it's a lot of easier ways, a lot of easier livings than that, where people aren't lobbing grenades at you while you're fucking sleeping and shit like this. I mean, that's something you don't have to worry about if you're doing a job making. No, I don't know what they make now, sixty five something. It's not a lot of money. <clears throat> And I was foreshadowing what I could tell was the trajectory that we were on in 2019 when I went to this protest with Omar Khadr. Ironically, Ezra was there. I talked to him for several minutes. He used my footage, refused to use, didn't name me, didn't give me credit for anything. He just kind of referred to me in a passing manner, used the footage for his own platform, his own website, so he could get clicks and make money. Just as, an, just as a side note, you know, that was just something else that he did. 
And I said in this video that that, cut, that went viral and went around that I said, I guess I'm the bad guy now. Because that was the sentiment we all had and have now. Now we know this. Now the combat veteran, the you know Canadian Forces, Afghanistan, War on Terror veteran, almost, I'd say 80% of them understand that we are perceived as the enemies of the country now. And we're not wanted here. We're viewed with suspicion and fear and skepticism. And I cannot... I cannot put in, I can't justify, I can't do it justice to put into words what that level of betrayal feels like. You know, I, th- I threw, I'm probably, I'll probably just throw them in, a, in the in the river. I don't care. I threw my medals somewhere in a box. I don't even know where they are because they're meaningless. They don't mean anything. You know, you, you don't have to agree I don't expect people to agree with everything that I say. But I, I expected to be treated like a human being. I expected to be my rights to be upheld, considering I'm one of the fucking people that fought for them in the first place. I have expected to be treated like everyone else. And just because you see the world differently or you have different thoughts, surely is not grounds to have you basically depersoned and and treated like something to just beat and step and kick on and spit and burn and and stab whenever the fuck you feel like it i i i incorrectly assumed i've since learned that that was a naive position to take and in fact these fucking people value the service of people like me absolutely zero it means nothing it means absolutely nothing so then to have some dual citizen grifting motherfuckers like this guy and the rest of them question my integrity, question where my loyalty lies when I'm the one and my and my friends are out there bleeding in some desert fucking shithole that you cheerleaded on, by the way. To then come home and be treated like this looked at like this, viewed like this, talked about like this. You motherfuckers didn't deserve a drop of our blood and we wasted it. All of those guys died for nothing. For absolutely nothing. You know what? And I'll tell you this right fucking now. Because we had to swallow the loss of the war. We had to swallow... Seeing the fucking, you know, the fall of the scenes from Kabul and all of that and know that it was a waste. Okay, the Vietnam cycle has been completed. I'm now Vietnam veteran part two. Excellent. Great. Perfect. But at the least, you know, we all tried to say, you know, we were just doing our job. The government told us to do what to do. You know what? And, you know, Canadians understand that. And at least, no, they don't. They don't care. They'll turn on you like fucking that as soon as it's politically convenient. They what the Canadian average uh, dumb dumb normie they want they they want to see their veteran. I want to have you seen and not heard if that could be done. I want to see you standing there looking nice and never say a fucking word, especially if it's something that I disagree with. Definitely then, because then you're a terrorist. The people least likely to be terrorists, the people that actually go fight the fucking terrorists, are now being called terrorists by these entitled, sycophantic, 
putrid children that couldn't hold a fucking gun if their life depended on it. They would have fled for the goddamn hills. And they're going to sit here and, and denigrate and pontificate and from their fucking high horse and their hypocrisy point down at people like me and people like you. Oh, well, you're all just me. Go fuck yourself. You didn't deserve it. Waste of time, waste of blood. So now, how do we make how do we make all of that experience worth anything? What's the takeaway? What is the moral of the story? The moral of the story is if you're going to go to war, you had better have a really damn good reason. You better know in your bones why and what the truth is of that situation because otherwise you're going to end up like this. So I'm going to take that betrayal. Well, I have been doing this for five years. This is the whole point. I'm going to take that betrayal. I'm going to filter it down through my hatred filter. And I'm going to produce a a fuel source uh, that I'm using now to attack, cripple, torture, and destroy. Destroy the establishment figures that ended up sending me and my teenage friends off to a war in a place that we had no fucking business being in in the first place. And then when we come home and say, excuse me, I don't think you're running this place very well, for them to say, hey, no, you guys are terrorists. We'll just put you in jail. Oh, really? Need a thing. Wallbanger says, imagine fighting in wars for Ezra's cousins so you can come home and have them call you a fed. Yeah, I don't have to imagine it. I live that reality right now. Patriot Canadians, huh? Catch up. Just trying to catch up here. Well, if you're going to fight a war, fight to win. Chelsea says, I've been tricked again. Look at me go. Oh, there you go. Getting, getting psyoped again by the feds. I'll show you. Man on the Mountain says, I walked out of the hardware store today only to run into the dude that said the liberal light media decided to show up. That guy was a beauty. I don't know if I have that video. Fuck, I wanted to download it. Uh, he knows who he is. He knows what he did. I want to show it to you. It's out there. Patted Ezra on the back. Oh, the liberal light media showed up. Thanks for coming out, buddy. He didn't like that. He didn't like that. Uh, I liked it very much. I very much enjoyed it. So uh, if you see him again, please pass along uh, my thanks. Um, he says, dags are everywhere, I tell you. Yeah, I don't think they know that. Oh, uh, we'll just fucking shit on these people. What are they going to do? What are they going to fucking... Oh, I don't know. Ruin your fucking <laughs> brand? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see. Who else have you... Well, there's me. You've attacked me. He's attacked Chris Sky. Uh, he's fucked over who else? Pat King, uh, Adam Skelly, 
and then who else has he fired? Oh, then there was the Faith Goldie thing. Lawrence Southern, Gavin McGinnis, G- that Kalen Robertson guy. Man, there's a lot. Of, there's a long list of people that have had really negative, bad interactions with that crowd over there at Grifter News. We're gonna need another loss. We're gonna we're gonna get sued again. Give us money. I've never seen someone fucking crowdfund for a lawsuit in anticipation of one that has yet to, uh, you know, manifest itself. Doesn't doesn't even show up. Oh well, I'm sure he kept the money. Uh, Brad Hart says, "Does season four start when the media starts saying Daglon is anti-Semitic for your comments towards Levant? Why wouldn't the media use this opportunity? They already have a million times. Who cares? It's just a. I don't care. Go go ahead. It changes nothing. It doesn't change a single fucking thing about what you said or did. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, just you guys are just burying me in these chats right now. Uh, Ginger, how are you? Thank you very much. She says uh, we all love you, man. Not in a gay way. Well, some of you probably are gay, but it's whatever." <laughs> Uh, she's, is she or we? I don't know. I assume it's a ginger snap. It seems like a girl's name. Maybe it's not. Maybe I've been wrong all this time. I just, I have no idea. She says, we appreciate all you do for us in Stam Asayu. Season three is fire. This rebel thing has been brewing a while. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Let's talk about that. Because I'm trying to, I keep saying I'm going to read more and get back to it, but then I'm never, I'm just going to run in circles. So there was the Omar Cotter thing that happened. Another example of this was the, uh, the Porta Peak, uh, video. Once again, seized upon that to join in on the criticisms of that uh, situation. No credit was given. No, uh, no, 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 anything. Just uh, we're just going to seize upon this for more clicks and infer and insinuate that I'm somehow on board with them uh, or, you know, in alignment with them or this is I support what they're doing or so on and so forth. Uh, If they ever use a single one of my videos again for something like that, I am definitely going to sue them. Um, So just letting you know. You guys do not have permission to use my likeness, my face, my voice, my audio, anything that I'm producing. This is my pro- this is my intellectual property. And if you use it again, I'm going to sue you. <clears throat> um, and then uh, what else? Happened? Oh, and then there was this one particularly. I like this. This was a good time. A lot of people were there for this one. Once upon a time, there was an, uh, an RCMP officer that I knew who was uh, still active, whatever they call it, active duty, was still working at the time. He reached out to me with some chat messages. You may recall I was cross-examined under oath about this at the public order uh, inquiry committee. How does it go? P-O-E-C, however it went. Emergency commission, public order, emergency, something like that. For days leading up to my testimony, the RCMP and the OPP said, Oh, the Diagalon militia. Oh, yes, the threats and the all oh, very scary. We had intel and this is an anti-hate article and all of this. And, oh, we're going to get these bad people. And, you know, this this <laughs> two-bit hack lawyer, Paul Champ, is out there <laughs> representing these guys. Who's, who's using the reverse Diagalon slash as the symbol for their lawsuit group? Anyway, whatever. Idiot. Uh, is is making taking shots at me, calling me a neo-Nazi and all this kind of stuff. And then I get there, and I sit down, uh, completely oblivious to all of this, by the way, because I'm in fucking jail. I, you know, we don't have cable TV. I can't go on YouTube and watch the proceedings from my fucking cell. You know, so uh, the OPP comes up, the RCMP, and Paul Champ, and they all say, you know what? Yeah, we did talk a lot of shit about this guy and made a lot of accusations. And now that we've got him here. 
in jail, locked in a room, under oath on national television. I just don't feel like this is the right time to question him. I just don't think I want to ask any questions. I'm just going to say never. I'm just going to nah. Nah. Pass. I'm going to pass. <laughs> oh, and then we're going to never talk about this ever again. Oh, but we will go back and say shit when he's not around. I see you, Paul. Well, where else was I going with this? Uh, Scarecrow says, Zordy didn't realize this was all fake. The production cost must be crippling. Got to try to up the donations. I know, it is all very fake. We need, we, we need, we need fake sound stages. We need fake everything. So where was I? He was, uh, oh, the WhatsApp messages, right? So, so I have these. Uh, you know, the police don't like me <laughs> for a number of reasons. The Porta Peak video, they didn't like that. They didn't like this. I think I just, I think I may have ended several careers, actually. Um, what's the name of that uh, police union guy that was in the chat, too? Rob Primo knows who I, I, I didn't know who he was. Kim Ayotte, that was his name. Yeah, he was in there celebrating with everybody else about all the, the violent put down of the protesters, the horses tramping people. And, oh, man, that was great. I can't wait for me to get a turn. Wait till they hear our jackboots on the ground. Yeah, that was me. Uh, this RCMP officer sent that to me. He didn't send it to Rebel News. He sent it to me because he trusted me because he knew that I would do the right thing and I would put it out there. And I did. And you know what Ezra did? He copy pasted and put Rebel News watermarks on it and put it on his fucking website for clicks and money and clout to benefit once again off of me taking all of the risk because the RCMP knew that I'm the one that did that, obviously. Who do you think they go after? That's okay. That's okay. That's all right, Ezzy. I'll just stay out front. I'll take all the slings and arrows. I'll do all of it. You just stay back there and, and crowdfund for a fucking sandwich. You, you gotta, how much fatter are you going to get, by the way? I don't know how those little legs of yours are going to hold up that pumpkin body much longer. I'm worried about your knees, buddy. Simon says, no house for war hero. We need more refugee. That's right. We can't, we, I mean, homeless veterans, I mean, whatever, they're, they're veterans, right? They know how to deal with being homeless and they're, they're used to being hungry and cold. So they're used to, but what about, I mean, we'll call them refugees. I mean, there's no war next door and, and, and they traveled through multiple third party countries to get here. So, but we'll just pretend We'll just pretend this horde of people being dumped into this country like it's the fucking International Space Hotel. Uh, they're all refugees. Yes, they need they need they need mansions. They need mansions right now. Anderson it says Ezra built a, ne a nest under my deck after a nickel fell between the boards. He won't leave, and I think he's laying eggs. Don't let them lay eggs because if that happens, then you're never going to get rid of them. Oh. Littlefoot says for three dollars you're saying the words I typed. Thank you. <laughs> For the, uh, for the low, low price of $3, I will say the words that you type. Diagoron says, remember, men of honor and integrity only cause worry for those who have neither. Ezra is worried. He's losing his mind. Um, Black Belt Dissident, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate the help. And I, did I catch them all? Am I catching them all up? Let me scroll up. I think so. Oh, I missed one here. Uh, DeWitt, thank you very much, sir. He says, I can relate to your struggles with family and court. Key part, buddy. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's It's been a, it, you know, the process is a punishment, as they say. That's the whole point. Because you got to pay. And your time and the stress. And you can never get these back. I can never get these lost moments with my children back. I can never get any of this back. I can never get all this lost time that I should have been spending with Morgan back. And, you know, people seem to be on this impression that we're together 24-7. That's not the case. She has to work a lot 
to pay for the amount of bills and legal fees that she also has and often most of the time far away from here so i don't we don't see each other uh, nearly as much as people think we do um and this is all part of the uh part of the punishment right and uh you can't get it back. You can't get the time back. That's the most valuable thing in the world that you have, and that's what they take from you. You know, money, you can make more money, you know. Um, but this, there's no getting that back, and let's not pretend like there's going to be any consequences for these fucking people when it's over, right? That's just, the go- that's just how it works, you know? If you catch the government in a lie, it goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. No, they don't even say sorry. They just, whoops, okie dokie. All right, let's see. Where's the first one? Let's talk about this fucking nightmare. So here's how it begins. I am presented with this. Can you guys see that? It's probably a little bit better. So again, pretty much not surprising that this is going to be the take from a lot of dumb people, especially people that are just looking for an excuse to, to come after me, which is what he's doing. Uh, probably views me as competition. Um, also, I think part of the motivation would be that I'm an extremely, I'm probably the harshest critic of the conservative party in Canada. I don't think anybody is worse at, uh, well, not on about worse. I don't think anybody cuts them deeper and more often than I do. And then we do. Who would that be? Who, who <laughs> I can't, uh, can't tell. And the point of that is to make these people fucking act right. And they don't do it, right? You, you, they're just, oh, well, they're not the libs, so they win. No, they're terrible. They're also liberals. Everything they believe is the same as the liberals, and they've demonstrated it over and over and over again. And no one's been more effective at doing that in this country than, than the diagonal people have been, right? You guys have done quite a bit of uh, quite a, a, a national service, in my opinion, to exposing how much uh, just as garbage these people are as the rest. And until we fi- understand that this uniparty idea is not going not gonna to turn this boat around, we're fucked, you know. So that's that's the mission right now. People need to understand this. But uh, Ezra's Ezra's business model, what what Rebel News lives on and needs to have to survive, is right wing outrage. It needs this status quo um, ecosystem uh, to make money. And if I'm, <laughs> he's like he's there to attack the libs, make the conservatives look good, attack the libs, gain money. Right? I'm screw- we're, we're, people are screwing that up. What's he going to do after that? What if everybody turns on all the establishment parties? What if there's like a revolution? Where does he make money there? He doesn't. Um, but he is just going to make baseless accusations to which he was, uh, you know, scorched quite quite badly. There's no proof. There is no... How many replies was he, did he? A lot. Oh, this one doesn't have replies on here, does it? 131,000 views anyway. No, no evidence, no substantiation whatsoever. Despite he told people, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about it on my show tonight. I'm gonna prove it." No, and he didn't because he can't because there is no proof because he's just making it up. Does that sound familiar? This is a fun picture. Then he carries on. People thought, "Oh, he's kidding. He must be joking." You know, that was most people's reaction. That's how off base and insane this take is. That most people assumed that Ezra was kidding. No, he's not kidding. He's not kidding. He's sticking the knife into yet, an, again, trying to, knife another Canadian patriot like he did to Chris Guy, like he did to uh, Adam Skelly, like he did to Pat King, like he does to everybody that he feels like. And it doesn't matter what you think of those guys. It doesn't matter what you think of any of those guys. If you agree with them, if you don't, 
I, I believe they they genuinely care about this country and they care about this, uh, the people that live here. And they're trying however way they can to, you know, get, get a message out. And instead of supporting them and, and trying to understand where they're coming from, I'm just going to attack them. I'm going to attack them, fuck them over, make baseless accusations and stuff like this. That, that, this is the track record. All right. Go ask those people. Go ask. Well, uh, well, you can't ask the employees, some of which I have spoken to personally. He makes them sign NDAs or non-disparaging agreements where they can't say anything negative about him once they once they're no longer employed. So as a condition of working there, you have to basically agree to kiss his ass forever and you can never, ever, ever reveal anything that goes on in there. Well, you know, things leak out, you know. And some people do, you know, publish and, and say things. And let me tell you, uh, one of the one of the independent reporters at uh, Lethbridge Courthouse over the last couple of days covering the coot situation told some other people that, quote, they ruined his life, meaning Ezra and Rebel News. So and they're like, well, who said it? It's like he can't. I'm like they can't. What, what what are we supposed to do? Uh, oh, it was them, and then they're going to get you know charged and you know come after and so on. So, I mean, what what kind of what kind of system is that? Hey, you want to you want a job? Sure, I'd love to work for you. Okay, there's just one stipulation. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need you to sign this that says you can never double you can never cross me for any reason or I'll eat you. I'll eat your life. I'll kill you. I'll murder you. <laughs> I'll fucking, I will take every penny you have. I'll. Uh, oh, okay. That seems a little insecure and neurotic, but anyway, here we are. So he says he can't get over this picture. Dagalon is why the four Coots men are in prison. They took it seriously, bought the merchandise, false. Talked the talk, false. And it got them charged with conspiracy to murder. Look at them smile. Yeah, they're making fun of you. But none of the grieving mothers are carrying that flag. Oh, yeah? Did you talk to the grieving mothers, Ezra? How much money did you raise for them? Because if you did, you might notice that uh, our people have raised tens of thousands of dollars for them. They didn't hide and say, oh, well, it's a criminal proceeding and I only, I only crowdfund for uh, civil matters. No, no, they, they crowdfunded quite a bit. People uh, created their own auctions of their own initiative. Sold things, purchased things, provided services. I'm talking how much? How much? I don't know. Forty, fifty thousand dollars, something in this in this ballpark. Okay. Did you do that, or did we do that? Bought the merchandise. Oh, really? So, so, so the these 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 planted potentially flags. Oh, that now it's bought merchandise. So we weren't selling any of these patches at the time. I don't recall. Or do or we? I think we might have just begun. But again, they, these were not ours at all. Worth mentioning there, and I've told I've, a little bit about this story before, but I didn't mention the guy's name because I didn't want to throw him under the bus. But I mean, it's been long enough now. And yeah, sorry, dude, you were nice to me and everything, but uh, fuck these people and, and fuck the people you work for. Uh, he, go, he went by K2 at Rebel News. So there was Key and Bexty, and then there was Key and Simone. So there's Kean Bexley and then K, the other K, the other Kean, right? Get it? Something Canadians do in some places. We would do it in the military. Sometimes guys' names would be like B12 and B10 because they're both named something start, like Bobrovsky and Bobrovsky. So we, anyway, Kean Simone talked to him for days, four or five days, sent every, he had all the clips of the senators, the MPs, the people in the House of Commons, the RCMP, all these people talking about the, the violent, devastating, you know, super militia that's about to take over the country. And this is why we need to have the Emergency Act. Blew his mind. He said, I've, I, I didn't see any of this. Yep. 
Pretty insane story. Pretty crazy reason. And if your whole grift is to, you know, go after the liberals and oh, get the libs out, J- justifying martial law on a <laughs> on a meme country and internet shit posters is pr- is a pretty ridiculous thing to do. So he was he was really interested in the story, and I was happy to to give it to him. And I, you know, the video clips and everything. And then I think it was a sometime the week Tuesday. We're going to do an interview Tuesday. We're going to do a live interview. On uh, and he's going to get all this story together. He's going to frame it up nice, and we're going to do the whole thing Tuesday morning, something like that. Monday night, he says, actually, uh, something came up, and uh, we'll have to get back to you. And they never did ever again. They knew about this. Rebel News knew about this. Uh, knew about this story since February of 2022. I tried to tell them about it. I tried to give them the information on it. I tried to offer them an exclusive interview about all of this stuff. It all revolved around me and the Diagalon stuff and these four guys. And who better? I, I mean, who else? Who else should talk about it? Should, should it be Ian Hanamansing? Like, who do you want to... Who, who do you think should probably comment? But they didn't want to. Something came up. Yeah, it was something named this fat guy. Ezra is what came up. Why is this? Somebody, his cameraman looks like he's walking a, you know, a lunch bag or something. Maybe that's where he keeps his emergency sandwiches. I don't know. Maybe they're in this bag. Maybe they're in that bag. I don't know. We got to crowdfund sandwiches. And now he's going to, vi- now he's victim blaming. It's like, oh, well, they, it, it was their fault. And the government, so, that, so I guess Ezra says the government was justified in doing this. Got them charged. Because there's no evidence, though. Something else we've maintained from the very beginning. And something else I, I haven't talked about much since for a number of reasons. Because they're in legal jeopardy, as am I. For diff- completely different reasons. But you know how it goes. They'll tie things together and they'll look for any excuse and any reason. Nothing I've said previously has changed whatsoever. And it, again, doesn't matter what you believe happened or didn't happen. The idea that these men are still in jail, have not been given bail, and no evidence has been presented to justify this travesty is fucking insane. There are murderers walking around right now on bail. We have ankle monitors. We have all of these things. Four men, no criminal record, no history of crime, no history of violence, no evidence, literally just accusations from the police. Now, the Crown Prosecutor has been recused, I understand, from the case for a conflict of interest. Now, he is seeking legal counsel because it looks like he is going to be in legal jeopardy. The prosecutor who initiated all of this. And uh, as, as from what I can understa- understand and ascertain, you'll have to go follow. Um, I did a short interview. Well, it wasn't that short. Actually, it was like three hours. Morgan was there too. With uh, Jason Levine. I've shared um, that on uh, my channel before. He's on Twitter. He's there physically in person uh, covering a lot of this. Ezra went home. You know, he's busy. Um, but Jason Levine's still there talking about uh, a lot of this. Now, it sounds as though the whatever evidence does exist is the testimony, no audio tapes, no photos, no pictures, no text, nothing, is just the word of two undercover police officers. Two undercover police officers said, yeah, these guys are probably... So just lock them up for two years. 
without a trial, without bail, without anything. And they're like, okay. And here we are. And at the end of the proceedings today, I, I, let, I mean, a number of people have told me this. I'm probably going to not get it verbatim. But the judge said, if my eyes appear to be wide and bulging out of my head, it's because they are. Uh, and uh, so the crown's been recused. It's not looking good. It's, it really sounds like that entire case is falling apart. Remember in the RCMP saying, oh, there's secret masterminds that were off-site that were communicating with the people. What are you talking about? Where? Show? You need to provide evidence. You can't keep people in jail for fucking years on end because you said so. Even if, and, and that's a big if, if we actually trusted... I don't know if this is news to them, but the average Canadian has little to no trust in the police. They have little to no trust in the media. They have little to no trust in the government. Even if there was not the case, if everyone had a high degree of trust in all of these things, it would still be insane for this to happen, where you need to justify this. What is the justification for this unprecedented level of insanity? We said so. Mm. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't end there. Here's an, this one's great, too. This is a, a meme that one of the guys made. Is this Taco? I'm not sure. <laughs> Everyone just wants to be, fit in and be accepted. Except Daglon. Daglon doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, it was Taco's meme. Yeah, leave us the fuck alone. You would think you're all insane. You're all crazy and stupid. Fuck off. He says, this cartoon is almost accurate. The four men in coots were Daglon followers. Conjecture? Two of them allegedly were. One of them, definitely. Two of them, maybe. The other two, never heard of them in my life, never talked to them. I don't think they have any idea who the fuck I am. Nanny says they took it seriously, got the merch, started to live action role play. What? According to who? You're literally just making shit up. And he knows this trial is going to fall apart. He knows this is going to go nowhere. So he knows that whatever he says, he's never going to be held accountable for any of this. This is never, none of this is ever going to go anywhere. The case is going to fall apart. They're probably going to walk, God willing. And then it'll just be up to everyone's speculation until the end of time and how many inquiries and other things we'll have to do in the meantime to try to get the bottom of whatever the hell that was. But he could just flippantly assume what is going through the minds of these guys as this ha- so he's now he's now following through and Ezra appears to be supporting the state narrative that they were live action role playing what so so they were going to murder people is that what you're saying they regurgitated mackenzie's war talk like what please show me where was this the testimony that i was cross examined under in ottawa at the poec while i was locked up in jail that you had nothing to say about for geez i don't know how long was that 9 months ago what are you talking about because I was questioned on this, and it was thoroughly proven that uh, my talk was actually in the opposite fucking direction, Ezra. This is a complete lie. I said, don't even speed. Don't even spit. Don't even throw a fucking snowball, because they'll use anything against you. Oh, but according to lying events, Ezra Gilmore is talking about war. He doesn't know anything about war. He's never been to a war. I've been to war. He wouldn't go to a war. Lying Levant to undercover cops. They regurgitated it to. So, okay, okay. They're in prison now, and I'm far away laughing. No, I was actually in jail for months as well. You ignored that too. Remember? Their only reason I'm out of jail. He's probably watching because he's paranoid I'm going to fucking <laughs> make more work for him. 
my my lawyer. The only reason I'm not still in the Saskatoon Correctional Center is because of my is because of the the skill and ability and hard work of my legal team and, and my head lawyer specifically. That's why. Otherwise, I'd still be in there. That was a whole fight in itself. That bail hearing was a whole fight in itself. And another, again, unprecedented, holy shit, how can this fucking happen in this country? And yet, Ezra had nothing to say about that. In fact, he probably doesn't know anything about it because he's just shooting from the hip and pulling shit out of his ass like he's known to do. And now he's just going to speculate on the mental state and what was going through the guy's heads and all of this. And we're just going to make shit up because he knows. Must be not. I, I, I wish I had those kinds of psychic ability. You know? And here, when the publication ban is lifted and the facts are revealed at trial, you can test your theory against reality. Yeah, he knows that's not going to happen. Do you know, there's other journalists there that have been covering this for days, and none of them can corroborate any of the sentiments that Ezra's putting out there. He's just making things up. So, so if you're a a Rebel News follower and supporter, this is the this is the kind of bullshit that you're paying him to do to lie about people, and these lies have consequences. Not just for me, but for anyone associated with me. For any people, I had a guy tell me the other day he got he lost his job, he got fired because he's part of a uh, uh, what did they say? He's an extremist. Where, where do people get these ideas? Oh, well, because of people like Ezra. You know what else happens to people that are often called extremists and so on? Well, they get targeted in their communities, and sometimes they even get physically attacked. Sometimes people are driven to suicide, like Richard Bilkso. But don't let the fucking facts get in the way. Don't let reality get in the way. What? Why let any of that get in the way of a good grift? Huh? You know? I like that his, his picture is with him and Tamara Leach, too, like he's somehow fucking... I don't think that relationship's going to last too long. Do you have any idea how many people you pissed off? Lying Levant! Ezra Gilmore. Does it drive by... Why don't you just make a TikTok about it, you know? Oh, you'll see on my you'll see on my show this evening. You'll f- well, no one saw anything. Why don't you just do a TikTok? Do, f- do three-second TikTok clips and point to things and look scared. You know, journalism. You know, why don't you go... Rachel can help you with that. She's unemployed. Maybe she can work for you. Uh, Nigel says, may the goat be with you. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate you. Island Jason says, here I am feeling guilty for sitting on my computer listening, ignoring my wife. Then I remember she's away for a night with her sister. (laughs) Oh, shit. What am I going to eat? This is the challenge of our time. All men know this. When the women are gone, food becomes a problem. (laughs) Usually. Usually the food is just available. It's just around, you know? You can be hungry, and you just kind of wander into the areas that their food normally is. Like the kitchen, dining room, you start looking around, you know? And she'll be there. Something's either made, is being made, or there's left out, you know? And you're like, oh, there's food. They literally keep us alive. We're too stupid to feed ourselves. There's a few men that feed themselves. Like Greg Arcade feeds himself a lot. I think he does a lot of the cooking there. But for the most part, we're too stupid to live, you know. <laughs> Thank goodness, you know. So I, I understand, Island Jason. I feel your pain. You're probably going to starve to death if you didn't plan for this. There might be an old can of ravioli in the... Co- like, I've done this. <laughs> like, shit, she's not here. I got nothing to eat. I'm, I'm like looking around. I'm like looking at a bag of rice. 
I'm like, could I just boil? What would I put in it? I don't even have any butter. I'm like, I'm just going to eat plain rice. Like, these are conversations I'm having with myself at like 10:30 at night, realizing I haven't eaten supper. <laughs> There's no way to get everything's closed. I'm like, opening cupboards. I'm like, oh, here's an old soup can from two years ago. Maybe I can eat that. Patriarchy, my ass. We're hungry. <laughs> Feed us. Uh, Simon, thank you very much, sir. He says, I'm going to start a fat <laughs> Jewish twink band called Bigger Than Ezra. Funny that you mentioned that. Man on the Mountain says, here, give this to Freddie Mercury. He's doing a great job. Yes, he is. He is uh, excellent. I've, I very got very lucky with that guy. Um, there's, there's just a certain way certain people are. It doesn't matter what field it is. They could be a doctor. They could be a fucking commando. They could be a pilot. They could be a mechanic a writer, a performer, anything. Once you see what a professional level effort looks like and how much work that is and how much attention to detail that is and how much of the time and energy and focus of that person is is demanded for that standard to be achieved, that is clear everywhere. In all these trades, and all, you'll, you'll say that, okay, once you've seen it and you really understand it, that's a professional and you'll see them around. That's what you want, especially with lawyers. <laughs> you know? Luckily, I did get one. Uh, Mr. Bullock says an FOI request between Ezra and PP should be done. Hey, people can do that. People, well, yeah, his emails no, but any anybody that's a public official, public person, yeah, you can you can FOI pop their emails and things. I think oh, Paul should do uh, our friend Paul Westhaver. I think he should teach a course. I think he should do. Uh, I think he should do a video series teaching people how to. This is serious now. I don't know if he listens. He, he listens sometimes. Morgan, actually, his wife listens more than he does, and she'll she'll let him know. <laughs> This is what you should do, Paul. This is what somebody has to do. Teach a, a like a six, however long it would take, four-part video series, something like this, on how to do this, on what the procedure is, on how to do it properly, things to do, things to not to do, and think about because this guy's really, really good at it, and he knows how to get information. <laughs> and I just can't help but wonder, what if there was like a hundred more people like that doing these things? Oh, no. That might cause some problems for a lot of people, right? So something to think about. Foy Pops, the fucking nuke of the future. Scotian Lady says, uh, why does Ezra associate criticism of his scumbag behavior with religion? Because this is the only way he can defend himself from what he's doing. It's, it's just a shield you hold up to shield yourself from criticism. It's, just, it's the same as, uh, you know, if it's a black guy and you're like, dude, you ran over three people. Racist, racism. Like, that's it's what's, it's what shitty people do. That's why. That's why he doesn't. He says, does he assume that his faith is a, is full of scumbags to make that connection? When his conduct and lies are rightfully called out, he oddly claims it's because of his religion. Disgraceful. It is disgraceful, and it casts a bad light on everyone else from that religion when he does it. But, you know, it's not like he cares about anyone else other than himself. I mean, that's pretty obvious. Uh, we all good on Rumble? Okay, good. How's, uh, how's Kick working out? It says I have zero viewers. I can't be right. There's people in the chat. Oh, there's actually 40. That's better than last time. You know, we had eight, I think, on the on the first episode. On kick. Uh, all right, we all good? There's one person talking to himself on Twitch. <laughs> no one cares. And that's it. All right, where else was I? Oh, and then there's one other thing before I get into it. Who else I'm going to cut up? I'm not done at all by any means, and people will probably remind me of some other things I've missed. A lot of other employees there. You've got, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's do this. 
Let's do this one. Just because, you know, sometimes you have it coming. I, mean, I don't know how far back I have to go. Yeah. Greg, uh, pop this up first. Is it the new, new Rebel News? Uh, <laughs> reporter. Also wants to get in on uh, get in on the gangbang and start uh, shit talking. Here's Greg digging up some stuff. Um, yeah, Andy Lee, who others and others who laughed along with the absurdity of Dagalon being a justification for the emergency act during the POEC to get a complete 180, implying bank accounts were frozen and people were beaten because of Dagalon. Who's Kool Aid? Did they just drink? I don't know. That's a great question, Greg. When was this tweet from? Uh, this one doesn't say. Uh... There she's complaining about the debanking. More more shit talking. This is from November twenty two. Oh, now it's now it's, she's on now she's on side. Now she's taking shit at Rachel for uh, perpetuating a lot of this. Interesting. I had uh, even I had a few more of these. A little sample here. And over here she's like, oh, actually. <laughs> Rob Primo is a is a neo-Nazi. Is that is that what's going on? Alleged far-right extremist. Better or worse than shaking hands. Sticking up for, but then not. But then yes, but then not. So what happened? Was very positive. Was was you know? Could it be your new boss? Could that have something to do with it? Oh, I can't even click the thing. Stupid woman blogged me. And, uh, of course, this one. I thought this was really, you know, the high and mighty, the high horse people. Because it always comes up with these fucking fake people that don't know shit and couldn't handle anything. Oh, but you, but you said, but you said about pee-pee, but you said, oh, yeah, did I make a rude joke you didn't like? Oh, damn. Hey, you know what you should do? You should go work for a guy that hires woman beaters, though. What about that? Maybe that, Andy. Did you even know about that? Darling of Australia, Avi Yemeni. You know he pled guilty and got convicted of beating the shit out of and abusing his wife? He works for Rebel News. Oh, but he didn't say about pee-pee, though, did he? This is 2019. He didn't say about PP. He did say about PP. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't matter what he did. It's the Ricky Gervais line is so accurate. He said, I feel like if I was friends with him, he would piss me off. <laughs> I'd be one of those people be like, why am I friends with you? Anyway, he said, uh, you know, people like this, they get more angry and upset about jokes about a bad thing than the actual bad thing itself. And here, I mean, personified, here's Andy Lee grandstanding. You said about PP's wife. Oh, did he say a mean thing? Okay, but you work here. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess you're going to have to quit. Or or then your your moral principles would be... Very hypocritical if you didn't. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with that. And you know what, Andy? He's probably going to fire you soon anyway. He's not going to be able to afford this. He's broke. He's a broke bum. Send him money. He needs a sandwich. He's going to Hungary to look at a museum, and he needs your money to do it. You have to send him money. Because then he's going to have to take money out of his mansion in York. And that's not cool. I mean, he's got a mansion. He's trying to enjoy his mansion. 
And how can you enjoy your mansion if you're having to pay for your own trips to Hungary to your Holocaust museums to look at things? I mean, that's what real journalism is. I know he went there to go cover the riots in France and then all of a sudden was in a different country doing a completely different thing. Uh, but you need to send him money. You never know when the libs need to be owned. Owned the libs in Hungary. Send me thousands of dollars so I don't have to use my own money to fly home. I need to... Who knows what even happens and what's even going on in France? No one knows, but obviously there's not going to be any content coming out of that. So I guess that trip was a bust. Maybe he's trying to make it up that way. I'll just get these stupid schmucks to pay for my tour of a museum in Hungary. <laughs> That'll... And then when I get home, I'm going to call everybody feds. Every patriot son of this country, I'm going to attack them. And I'm not going to have evidence. I'm just going to say things with no way to back it up at all. I'm just going to infer. And you think as a fucking lawyer, and that's the other gross part. He knows what he's doing, right? He's not stupid. He knows exactly what he's doing. And he's trying to goad me into, you know, going over the line or saying something fucked up so he can charge me or, or sue me or this kind of thing. He may try to still. Uh, but that's what he's doing. He blocked everybody, blocks anyone that criticizes him at all. You say anything at all, or if you've got the fucking slashies in your Twitter feed, you're done. You're blocked. You're blocked. If he sees that, you're blocked. Not me, though. He wants me to see what he's saying, you know, and he thinks I'm too stupid. I don't know what he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing. I don't need to do any of those things. All I have to do is talk about what's true, and what's true is, Ezra, you are a lying thief. You're a, a demonstrable liar. And, uh, and you're a thief. You steal people's work. You steal people's, uh, you've stolen things from me. <laughs> I know you're trying to, trying to grift people, mostly naive seniors out of their hard earned money. You know, the conservative boomer base, that's where his money is. And he's going to scare them with things and outrage them with things and get them all fired up and emotional. And you know what people do when they get fired up and emotional is they want to do something about it. They want to help. They want to get involved. And easiest way is just a big red donate now button at the bottom of the fucking screen. So... That's what he's been doing. What a patriot, hey? Really helpful. Uh, Richard Payne says, use this money to buy a sandwich. And let Ezra cry and shit his pants while you enjoy a nice pastrami on rye. I don't even like that. Uh, he says, go to <laughs> www.givejeremyezrasandwiches.com and donate $5,000. We need it. Another great comment, Boiling Frog. That's right. I had a few people point that out to me, and I said, that is, that is probably the most accurate it's a very accurate uh, description. A lot of people, uh, rightfully so, hate on uh, Bernie Farber and the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Again, peddlers of lies, swindlers, um, political activists, not against hate whatsoever. They're the chief you know, driver of hatred in a lot of cases. Um, you know, and charlatans and just pieces of shit. The other side of that coin, the other, there's a coin, and on one side of it is Bernie Farber, and on the other side is uh, Israel Levant. They're basically the same person. So I thought that was an app to, you know, somebody pointed that out to me. And I'm like, you know what? That's that's very accurate. Full retad says, did Sheila Gunn's face get stung by the attack da- the attack dag bees? Yes, she did. Uh, her lips look like a tranny now. P.S. Sheila probably wants to know if you are drunk right now. P.S. wants to know. I haven't drank at all since September, and I don't plan on probably ever again. It's not that hard for me to not do. Some people uh, are very weak-willed and can't. They are a slave because they're pathetic inside and they need booze to live and exist every day. They don't have the mental strength or fortitude to, you know, be a, be a person 
They have to have this uh, chemical crutch. They need to have these assistances to get through life because they're too weak to do it on their own. And then they take out their own insecurities and failings on other people. It's a very common, very well-understood phenomenon of pieces of shit. A lot of pieces of shit are alcoholics. Not every alcoholic is a piece of shit, but very a lot of them. It's um, it's it's pretty, pretty synonymous. Uh, <laughs> thus always to tyrant says, "You talking to me, kid? I don't. Maybe I am. Am I? Are you an out of control booze bag? <laughs> Go fund me. I need a sandwich." All right. Uh, and Donkey says, gosh, every time I hear about Ezra going to Hungary, I puke in my mouth. <laughs> I know. I well, I don't even know. I saw that he was there doing it. Anyway. He says, what a fucking grifter. He's so irre- <laughs> Ezra irrelevant. That's funny. That he couldn't do anything but just a tourist. He should have been banned. <laughs> what a dumb thing to go all the way to Hungary for something like that. Oh, man. Let's see. What else? Oh, yeah, more of the liberal stuff. So, again, there's no evidence, no pro- Show me what it is. Because the state's about to lose its case. It's been almost, it'll be two years in February. So, a year and a half. A year and a half of these guys being in jail. He's apparently got all kinds of clues. And he, oh, it's the publication ban. It's so funny that no one else has alluded to any of this. And, in fact, everyone else that has paid attention to this case, many of them lawyers, by the way, Ezra, have come to a very different conclusion. So it's curious that this is uh, what you've decided to do with your very large platform. You've decided to take it upon yourself to basically put words and thoughts and actions into the mouths, hands, and feet of men you've never met and never talked to and say that this is what happened. With no no evidence whatsoever. And you want people to take you seriously. See, this is why people send shit to me and not you. Because you're not trustworthy. You're not a, you're not a uh, credible person. You're a, you're a schemer. You're a swindler. You're the kind of, you're the kind of guy that will go through somebody's wallet while he's asleep. Aren't you? I think so. That's what I think. I think he's one of those guys. Um, yeah, George Soros sued him, really. He won, too, didn't he? I believe Soros won that lawsuit. Yeah, he's lost a, a number of these. He's been, he's been uh, caught defaming people a number of times. Uh, what else? <laughs> Still just talking. Who talk? Who kind of person talks to themselves in a chat room for like half an hour? It's <laughs> good stuff. Um, what else? What else is going? It's okay, man. This is a lot. So that was, that was an hour and a half. That was a lot of time to spend on on this nonsense. But there's probably more. I don't like this Twitter rebrand. I gotta say, what is this about? The X, it's it, it's just it's just diagonal. We're just taking over that too. I'm just taking over that too. I was on. I didn't have a lot of time to. <laughs> this. I'm looking at that Storkillon guy's account. I was on. Uh, I was on uh, Viva Fry show a little bit, five ten minutes uh, towards the end there to explain some of what was going on. But yeah, uh, Morgan should be here this evening. She's on her way soon. I hope. 
And then I am going to relax for a bit because uh, Friday, I don't think I'm going to have time. I might have time to do. I might be back in time to do a stream Friday, but I've got some stuff going on that day too. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's been crazy. It's been a fucking stupid, insane week. What are you guys doing? Tell me about your problems. <laughs> I should, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I've got a bunch of stuff I can, I can get into, but uh, right now I kind of want to just fuck around. So I'm going to open up the uh, telegram chat. Let's see. Duke, Duke. There we go. So the Telegram chat's live now. If you want to pop in there and tell me about your week. <laughs> tell me about your problems. Tell tell Dr. Phil what's wrong. You know, you tell me you tell me what you're what you're going through, okay? Uh you can go in there and uh put your hand up and I'll unmute you and you can uh Chime in, whatever. We can hang out for a few minutes while I decide what else. And give me your thoughts on, on what, do you, what do you think has been going on the last couple of days this week. How are you feeling about it? There's Nigel. He's quick. We got to hear Nigel. Nigel. Nigel runs up an entire fucking apartment building. It seems like every day, 50-some flights of stairs. You got to unmute yourself, Nigel. There's a mute button. There he is. What's up, sir? All right. You got to you got to uh, mute the stream cuz you're not there's a lag, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, cuz it was like Yeah, I I think it's ridiculousness. I think uh I I think Ezra's showing his colors. I think I, so. I don't think he can help himself. Nope. I think uh, I yeah. think I think I've got a really good ability to get under people's skin and they just cannot resist. <laughs> you know? I'm the most hateable <laughs> man in the world and they can't help it. Exactly. And, maybe. And I think that maybe he's tripping out a little bit because of this uh, Bill C, whatever it is, that's really making it difficult for uh, Rebel News to do stuff these days, or it's going to be anyways, and he's grasping his straws. Mm-hmm. Well, it affects him, so that's uh, important to him. You know, the Coots thing didn't affect him. It wasn't important to him. And I, I think it's interesting that now the winds have changed, and it looks like, oh, these guys actually may have been persecuted by the state, and they may actually win. And they, Oh, now we want to help you. See, they're the kind of people that want to help you when you're when you're winning. They want to be next to the winner. They're not going to stick by you when things are bad, when things are going poorly. And I hope that uh, you know those guys know who those. And I'm sure they do. Knows who knows know who those people are. That uh, what's her, her name there? Granny McKay has been doing a lot of advocating for them. A lot of people have out there. And it, it didn't come from Ezra Levant. It didn't come from Rebel News. It came from regular ordinary Canadians trying to take care of these guys. So. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you look at his track record, like you look at uh, people like Lauren Southern and people that have worked with Rebel News. Uh, none of them leave saying good things. Nope. You know, uh, they, they say yeah, things like, I'm not allowed to say anything that happened. If they, why, why not? Why wouldn't you talk about If it was a great experience, why aren't you telling everybody about it? Why aren't you telling people the great time you had there? That's it. Yeah. Like, you, you don't seem to have a problem having people like I don't see you out there requesting people to say good things about you. <laughs> well, the moment, the moment you yeah. know, the moment things get start coming, you know, you got great guys like Gray, you got people all over, you got people across this entire country volunteering to speak up because you're a positive person that makes positive change. And, and it's it, it, you don't need I, to ask I've been you, called you know, a lot of things, to... but a positive person is not one of them I've been called. <laughs> 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 I appreciate it though. Man. Yeah, I know where it's right. Well, there's uh, there positive people, or you know, they're they're not always. It seems to be the ones that smile the most. You know, mm. Trudeau smiles a lot. Trudeau yeah. says a lot of, you know, fucking rainbowy garbage, but he, he's he's full of hate and disgustingness. You know what I mean? The yeah. real people, Contempt. you know, they they don't all they don't always shine like right out in the open like that. You know, it's 
the devil smiles as he fucking stabs mm. you in the back, right? He does. He wears a suit and tie, yeah. and he's got great hair, great teeth. I think the devil would be a very handsome man if he were to be, you know, appear in public. I think. Exactly, um, man. Exactly. Cool. All right. Thank. Uh, we got Kira in here too. She's or Kyra. Sorry, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. I was corrected recently. It's all good. It's okay. all good. I know who you mean. I'm not a narcissist. I don't okay. care. Call me whatever you want. Don't. Yeah. Just not cut up. Please, please, yeah. please cut my hair. <laughs> please don't banish me. I, I need a haircut. It looks good. Oh, it's long. No, it looks good. Uh, Just a little trim. Yeah. Kyra, you were at the courthouse the last couple of days, correct? I was. Yeah. yeah How I'm was really that? Tired. Um, it was good. It Those men, man, they, the biggest smiles, like they just brighten up the whole room. It's just for them to see the courthouse full of people. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. And, you know, we got to do, we got yelled at by the judge who was, (laughs) you know, don't make this into a circus and sit down and. They're really, because it it can quickly get out of control. Like they have to be like that. Otherwise, because I I mean, I had never been through any of this until you go through it. Right. And it's like, it's such a long, arduous process of like, I mean, the other day we spent, they spent like two or three hours arguing over basically if the T was crossed on this piece of paper or not. And you're just like, God. So if there's people like in, Interrupting and yell. It's just going to take. It'll never get done. It'll be a nightmare, right? So, yeah. Yep. And it's yeah. our. You know, we're paying for that. Yeah. Oh and yeah. And you're paying for your lawyer. And it, yeah, it's ridiculous. This it's is this system, is using but- up. And, and who's going to be held accountable for this? This is taking up people's time. Like there's murderers and stuff running around that we should be dealing with, and we're not because this is in the system instead. This is what we're dealing exactly. with. Exactly. So. Anyway, sorry, I cut you but off. You, was- you were talking about. Yeah. No, continue. It's okay. I was right behind Ezra when he called you a fed. <laughs> And <laughs> and yeah. I I let him and Jason go at it for a little bit, and nice. the the security guards were all pretty interested in what was going on there. And uh, mm. I said, "Excuse me, Ezra. You know how many feds do you know that have spent sixty eight days in remand with uh, without bail? Oh, uh, quite a few," he says. Quite said, a few. Can you, can you name one? Can you name one? And mm. then he just looked at me and walked away. <laughs> yeah. Abort. Yeah. Abort. Who? Yeah. When? What time? You know, uh, Viva was making some, some funny comparisons to the, the Ray Epps situation in the States. And like, yeah, just like Ray Epps. Ray Epps has just, I, I, I think he's been re- very recently charged, if it's even real. He's escaped all, pro- you know, this guy was completely involved. Yeah. He was telling people to like attack the Capitol. Like, it was crazy. This guy should be one of the top, uh, he should be in jail with everybody else looking at 10 and 20 years and, you know, he got nothing and all, you know, obviously. And he's the sweetheart of the government and they're all d- defending him and looking out for him and there's positive media articles defending him and stuff. Like, you know, the exact opposite yeah. of things that happen to people like me and people like the guys in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I- yeah. Oh, and at the same time, you know, calling you a neo-Nazi. So what, are you right. now calling the Fed neo-Nazis? How, how I don't does know. that work in your head, Ezra? I don't know. I think everybody's a neo-Nazi if you're, if you're Ezra and he doesn't yeah. like you. Uh, I think Nigel, yeah. Nigel, you still here? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still, I could, I could tell you that, um, you know, if you're a Fed, being a, a white guy as you are, the last place that you would choose to do your time in jail would be the prairies. <laughs> the very last, very last place. You know, yeah. I, mean, you yeah, like I didn't see or something. I didn't get to go to a cushy spot. I mean, I don't know how many people have been in and out of the SCC, but it's it's you know it's a it's all right. <laughs> it's uh, they've got salad that you, that you can eat and maybe die. There's meat cubes. There's stabbings. There's no curtains yeah, on the showers because people were hanging themselves on them too often. So there's no shower rods to hang on. <laughs> It's a great but, place. But you did get, 
But you did get a flight in a private plane and in-flight mail. That's true. I did eat half of a bacon sandwich that a, that a cop gave me with my hands cuffed and my teeth. They couldn't even uncuff my hands for me to eat. They're like, sorry, can't do it. I'm like, that's... What do you think? Is this Con Air? Am I going to steal a plane? Come on, bro. Like, it's so stupid. But, um, yeah, it's wild. I got another. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Lynn. Lynn's in here. I got to unmute Lynn. She says veteran emotional support spouse. Interesting. Uh, Luke, I'll get to you in just a second. Uh, Lynn. Hi. How are you? Hello, Lynn. How are you? So far, so good. We're about to leave Ontario for Alberta. Oh, nice. Which part of Ontario and which part of Alberta? Ottawa, and we're going to like the most isolated rural part and keep going. Huge upgrade. <laughs> well, we got seven acres. Nice. Good for you. And uh, he's very much involved with Veterans for Freedom. Okay. So we're going to be supporting the, um, Excellent. the Veterans for Freedom thing in North Bay on the 30th. Okay. Our calendar. So, right on. Yeah. So we're going out there and getting everything prepped. Sounds good. Yeah, well, thanks for doing that. yeah, and you guys have been so great for all of us. And oh. I laughed when he said, when Ezra said you were fed, I was like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Some pe- At first, I was like, is he kidding or not? I don't know if he's kidding. And other people were like, no, he's not kidding. And I was like, really? Yeah, I, I just I thought- let it go. And then he doubled down the next day. And then he just starts blaming everybody and the whole community. It's like, okay, man, this is, if he wants to, he's coming after me is one thing, but he's going to just attack everyone he's just he's so he's going to use the anti-hate talking points because he doesn't like me okay well it's war then yeah well they called us because at one point we had been involved with uh rebel Mm -hmm. and they asked us and it was like no after what sheila said about veterans in general yeah and we completely lambasted them this is this is what i was kind of what i was saying before like for them and that that whole i mean that was a little while ago now a couple months ago but basically just that she felt like she she was she could even comment on that and make some, well, he's a, probably a veteran with, or he's probably he's got PTSD He's a veteran. You know, he's probably all fucked up. Who are you to make, who are you to make comments like that, Sheila? Who the well, fuck do you think somebody, you are? As somebody that lives with somebody that seen some shit and was released because of it. Yeah. Right. I could have, if I could have crawled through the internet, Yeah, I really could I just think, because like, don't get me wrong. Matt, you love you. Talk to Morgan. It's great. But yeah. the way she said that yeah. and being, I, oh, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. can't quite articulate the it's amount ve- of venom I have for that. Very ignorant and, and, you know, hurtful and upset and just reinforcing these stereotypes that these guys and, you know, not just me, but every, every one of these guys has to deal with every day. And, you know, these kind of comments and these kind of attitude perpetuated by people like that. Uh, a really close friend of mine, you know, took his own life in just you know, almost a year ago now in September. And he dealt with a lot of that too. A lot of people, you know, accuse him of being a crazy unhinged maniac and stuff. Cause it's like, we just, we don't have time. I don't have time to just worry about your feelings and not offend you. And it's like, I'm, I've got things to do. So I'm very abrupt and I can be abrasive and all these kinds of things. And and then, you know, you're living like that in a, in a place where people are suspicious and, and skeptical or scared of you and this kind of stuff. And, you know, it doesn't help. It doesn't help when this kind of shit happens. And it's like, what for? And what was the crime? What did we do? Oh, we went and fought your war that you made us go fight. And you didn't ask any questions over why that was. And then you're going now you're going to talk shit about us when people have trouble, you know, reintegrating and trying to adapt to this you know world that they now live in and so you're going to victim blame again victim blaming is popular with rebel news i seem seems to be their kind of thing well of course it is but i, I will tell you 
Oh, sorry, I always imagine Seal Gate smells like a box of wine that's been left outside for a couple of days. Oh, it was just it was just totally unnecessary. It was totally unnecessary and uncalled for. And yeah, she took some shit for that, and I don't care, you know. And uh, yeah, it's give me an embrace of truth over a pretty lie any day. Yeah, I don't think I agree. I don't think it helps anybody in the long run to be. If if somebody's if not hurting feelings is your top priority and everything else has to play second fiddle to that, you're going to run into problems. Um, uh, I want to. Uh, sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to. Sorry, I just um, when I was in nursing, I learned a long time ago that you know it, when you're more concerned about making care of people's feelings instead of telling them the truth, people yeah. die. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I've, Thank you. I've managed to Thanks, uh, set myself up. At- uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I think uh, she's. I've managed it. Go. You're good. I gotta. I gotta stop speaking over people. Sorry about <laughs> it's that. It's all good, man. Go ahead. We're gonna I, get to I, one or two more after this. Yeah. I managed to set myself up at work and life and friends and family and stuff where I've always just been open about my opinions, my beliefs. I've never kind of sugarcoated shit. Yeah. So it's you know if you don't if you don't like what I say or who I am or what I or any of that stuff that then you've already been cut out of my life yeah so i'm at the point now where like at work i don't have to worry about work finding out what group i'm part of or what i think about vaccines or what mm-hmm. i think about the loons that are controlling everything because they already know yeah <laughs> i've been very i'm very upfront. and you, you know it's, the, the worst that they could i i think it causes people stress to be in, in an environment where you can't be yourself, where you have to have your guard up all the time and you got to watch what you say and you got to watch where you look and you yeah, everything all the time. And then to be able to just kind of come back to a place where you can cut loose and just say what's on your mind. You can just be yourself and, you know, nobody's going to call the cops because you swore too loudly or, you know, somebody got frustrated and threw a bucket. You know, we're not going to call a SWAT team. You know what I mean? Um, we just... You know, men especially miss that. We miss, there's no men's clubs anymore. There's no you know safe spaces for men anymore. It's all toxic masculinity and white supremacy. And if, and God help you, especially if they're white guys, they get together and go to the gym together. Well, you've got a fucking terror cell there. You better fucking kick that guy's door in of his house and throw flashbangs at his kids. That's what they did in Ontario recently. But uh, you know, that's wow. that's that'll teach you for lifting weights together. You, <laughs> what a fucking place, you know. Oh well. They probably deserved it because Ezra, maybe Ezra thinks they're friends, you know? Yeah, I can only imagine how stressful that would be. You know, it's like, I, I, I hear people, you know, they, they, they're worried about losing their jobs. They're worried about, and, and I get that. It's like, you can only imagine how you slowly buried and buried and buried under all these layers of, of you know, living a lie, right? Yeah. It's, uh, it'd be hard to dig out from it. And it's, uh, yeah, I feel it. it's you know, one step at a time. It's all you can yeah. do. And you just got to be prepared to lose people. Like I've lost people over the years it's just happened gradually because i've never sugarcoated it right it's not worth sacrificing your own your true identity and and living your you know (laughs) not to sound like a liberal but living in your truth you know like i don't want to i don't want (laughs) to live a fake existence i don't want to have to like pretend i approve of things when i don't and pretend to like things that i don't and and pretend to hate things that i don't you know what I mean? I'm not doing that. Yeah. It, it's just fuck you. Fuck your rainbows. Yeah, I was in a and I'm just I've no patience, right? I was like I was already I was in a war. I almost died. Like I could be dead tomorrow. I'm not wasting time with these people's fucking feelings. It's ridiculous. What a stupid thing to do. Anyway, um, I'm gonna get to two more of these 100. guys. Yeah, uh, we got Luke. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, buddy. Uh, hey, what's, what's up, dude? Come on, brother. How's it going? 
just fucking working our asses off here and uh we got a 25 by 50 concrete pad poured on monday and it's fucking four inches out so i gotta fix that now nice um yeah no uh, uh i'm loving backlash against ezra and rebel like it's a lot back, uh, i'm surprised in- usually there's a few people that stick up for me but i was like i just scrolled through the thread i was like woof this is the worst ratio i've ever seen when it comes to me, when it comes to somebody getting fucking buried for coming after me, this is the worst. This is worse than anything Rachel's ever had to deal with. <laughs> maybe, maybe she. Well, they should call each other. They should probably. They probably need to vent with each other. You know, so, emotional support animals. That's probably. That's probably because there's more crossover in the audience between like your audience yeah. and Ezra's audience versus right. Rachel's audience. Yep. But um, which was just a dumb thing to do so like, from a business perspective. Like you, you had to know this was going to happen, but. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Well, you can't just make these baseless accusations, but I, I started having questions about Rebel. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, before this, but I really started getting questions about Rebel at Rolling Thunder when um, uh, I was talking to Alexa Lavoie and Lincoln J. They were covering Oh, and, I, didn't, and, I forgot to even mention the odious yeah. dirtbag uh, angle when that happened. They supported that and then uh, tried to ambush uh, Christine Anderson. And try to get her to disavow us and all of that, yeah. right? And she was like, no, go fuck yourself. I had a great time. And, uh, yeah, Rebel News didn't like that at all. So, the, yeah, go ahead. Diagolon is not well respected in society. Yeah, okay. Ni- neither are you, though. You're a fucking journalist for a propagandist outlet. You're a tabloid journalist, Alexa. I, I don't well, don't be like, throwing that so, around. This is so so someone a so called journalist from Rebel News saying someone is not respected in society. That's the same as when Mark Slapinski was making fun of Andrew Lawton for being overweight. It's like, uh, listen, dude, when you're built like a fucking salamander, you shouldn't be you, <laughs> making comments on people's appearances. Uh, you look like a like a half melted, you know, some kind of dairy pastry that's been left out on a coffee table in the afternoon sun outside of a kid's Timbit soccer game. You know, when they just look all sad and uh, that's been in the sun all day. That's kind of what he looks like. So, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm <laughs> well, like, I make fun of people's appearance like, all like, the time, but I don't look like him. <laughs> I'm like, you so you got to like, earn that ticket, biased. son. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's OK. Um, like rebels bias goes way beyond diagonal because, uh, oh, yes. uh, I was trying to, I was trying to get, uh, Alexa and Lincoln, um, uh, interviews with all the steering committee invest for freedom, uh, at, mm. at the event. Cause I was doing uh, medical coverage and security at the event. And, uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes, five minutes. And she intentionally stands on the opposite side of the cenotaph with Lincoln doing a, a bunch of nothing when she could have been interviewing the whole steering committee at this newly established, uh, you know, a really yeah. promising charity in the movement, but they wanted absolutely fucking nothing to do with yeah, it. Strange. And this is like within, a month, well, it was within a month of veterans for freedom, you know, being created, which, which is super strange that they, you know, and, and, and throwing like major events, throwing a rolling thunder, which was a major event. And then, uh, you know, a, a couple months before they threw the James top event, which was already in the works and they just didn't want to talk to anybody from the organization, which I thought was super weird. The reason is because they know that that those people are an actual uh, right-wing conservative resistance and that they're a threat to themselves. Any, anybody that's part of the fake neocon establishment, they've got a good thing going. They've got a nice little grift going, and uh, they need to keep people right where they're at uh, for that to continue. Anybody that's going to move the needle at all and actually make any kind of – they're, they're you know, viewed as the enemy. 
and competition, quite frankly. So that's why they're not going to, he's not going to help anything like that. If he's not, if he's not going to be able to own and control you, he's not going to help you, <laughs> you know, um, it's just gross. It's a gross thing to, to, to paint yourself and try to, you know, act like you're some kind of, you know, Canadian patriot when you're the furthest thing from it. Actually, you're, you're one of the people, the chief players in, in doing character assassinations against Canadian patriots routinely uh, since, I've, since I've been aware, you know, going back to Faith Goldie and before that, this guy's just been shanking people. So not surprising. Um, well, now, yep. now people are waking up and they are about to get fucked by a big black goat. So. Well, and the, the other thing, too, is that the reaction they've gotten so far is just from the people that are on Twitter and Telegram. Um, 75% of my audience doesn't have social media. They don't, they're not on Telegram. They're not on Twitter. They just download the podcast from you know, the various websites and listen to it after the fact at work and so on. Seven, about 75% of the views come in after I've uh, streamed anything. So they're all just finding this out now uh so that's you know there will be a second wave i went by about uh what is it now it's 11 30 local p.m i would say by about 6 p.m tomorrow you can expect a fresh wave of outrage uh probably after work is done you know around that time so uh, uh dubs is in here too what's up man and greg arcade as well i've been blessed we've been... hey buddy what's up sir yeah you know with the whole thing with ezra uh like somebody uh mentioned uh the other day like they described them as as alt msm alt mainstream media and i think that's like pretty accurate because although he plays the angle of like oh trudeau hates us and they won't treat us like real media but like they're really one of the biggest you know at least as far as like right wing you know um uh, outlets go in canada they're one of the biggest right and mm. uh you, you know you can't yeah. you can't go anywhere without some rebel bullshit or whatever yeah. but it's all just fluff you know you well get into the real issue the other thing too is that, well the people that are in our camp they deeply care about a lot of this stuff and um when things are happening in air like coots like uh the school board stuff with josh alexander and so on our people are probably going to be around <laughs> involved so i I don't know what kind of the future looks like. Uh, if anybody walking around with a Rebel News microphone is probably, you know, I'd keep your eye open for, you know, some angry folks that are going to have to fucking have a, have a thing or two to say to you. I wouldn't be surprised. And that's going to be the going oh, forward. Yeah. They, can't, they can't keep playing shit everywhere, you know, and expect it not to come back at them at some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah he never misses an opportunity for... Well, he just acts subversive all the time in a way to guide funding away from true causes. Right. That's towards okay. himself. Thank you, Greg. That's all that's, it is. That's his existence. I had a point like, and I, I lost it. I called him on that shit today. Yeah. I had a, Sorry, man. I had a point and I lost it. You, me on you just you just reminded me of what it was, which is that's the part of the read. People are like, oh, we're on the same team. Why are you guys fight? But that's see, that's the that's the psyop. We're not on the same team at all. He's like on a completely no, different team. And the fake neocon conservative establishment is the chief and primary obstacle that exists to anybody in this country getting an actual resistance. You know, they want real people. We want real people in charge. We want real leaders. We want, well, you're never going to get that so long as gatekeepers like Rebel News exist. So if there's an opportunity to take a fucking piece out of them, I'm going to take a big old bite. I will just swallow that thing whole <laughs> like a great white shark if I can, uh, because it's a benefit to everybody. Right? 
That's that's yeah. resources and time and you know eyeballs and thoughts and emotions. All of that is is being instead of being funneled into the black hole of grift, which is those people, it can be sent towards more genuine Canadians that are actually trying to make a difference and help people and and get things done. And that's so it's like you know the rising tide lifts all ships and so on. So the, if they go but down, it's, that helps everybody. Because sorry. The, the big the big issue on our side is uh, I think a funding problem that too uh, in not the fact that we don't have funding it's that it's being diverted away from the people who will actually take action with it right like and it comes down to even just like daily buys so you got your your people yeah. who are still subbing to Netflix who are in this stream it's like cancel your Netflix and sub to Jer for 10 a month yeah. like what the fuck <laughs> like, grow up same yep. with like Spotify and shit like that like we've been building options to get around this. And at the same time, people still bitch. It's like, why, why don't you put your stuff on Spotify? It's like, come and get it. We'll never be on Spotify. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, you probably could. So I've, just, I've had some things removed, but I think they're having trouble keeping up with me. I don't <laughs> oh, no. I don't, yeah. I don't want them up there, man. Yeah. The whole thing is about siphoning funding away from us. Yeah. I you know, I'm, if people support direct, right. we'll just... We'll have more fluidity to do so. Well, and this is why I don't I don't monetize any of my YouTube channels because I don't want that to be an option. I want it to be if you want to send yeah. money to me, send it through a platform that is number one going to support me and not ban me for this minor for minor. This YouTube stole thousands of dollars from me, and number two to help that platform as a reward for what it's doing. I mean, Odyssey and Rumble, even Entropy, they deserve your money more than YouTube does because they're actually yep. helping these people, and, and the and the creators are getting and more like than a, Rebel News does. Right, because and, Rebel News is just another head of that same siphon hydra yeah. that takes it away from Syph- it going to a proper leader. Siphon hydra, that's amazing. Well, it's a hydra, man. That's it's what it is. It is. Us. But they are just siphoning. That's Vacuuming. what their job is. Yeah, vacuuming up. Uh, Alex is here. The thing that got me... Oh, sorry, man. I was just going to say no, the you thing go that ahead. got me today was yep. after, I think, Colbert's mom said something at Ezra... And he's like, why don't you tell that to the crying families? Yeah. That's what he, like, he tweeted dude, about that, that right? Just said? You, yeah. You bitch. Like, what about the money you said you were raising to defend everyone who was at Coots? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it was like, oh, there's these four guys who are terrorists. It's like, yeah. well, I'll just put that money in my knapsack and go yeah. to the next protest. I'm going to take it to <laughs> Hungary and go visit a museum. Like he's done. 40 times before yeah. or more than, that I'm aware of, right? Because, like, look at how many domains that guy owns. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even aware, but he probably owns quite a few, and he probably sells them for crazy Every time amounts. there's a cause, it's a brand new one. It's like, yeah. we have to save the honeybees. Yeah. Com. Go to save the honeybees.com. Yeah. Honeybees are destroying our habitats.com. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like he owns them all. There's Sorry, too many. Right yeah, there's not the enough. Bees, so there's not enough. Hard. Not enough dogs in the city. Ca. Go there right now. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and, and then buy me a new dog. Fucking on price of right. Price is yeah. right. Telling people to capture their uh, animals. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll shut the fuck up. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> you guys have a great night. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, brother. Greg Arcade, great guy. GregArcade.com. If you're not familiar with who that is, and you're you haven't bought at least three hundred dollars worth of his music, I hate you, and I hope you get cancer. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, Alex, what's up, man? Oh, I just, I just have a few uh, extra little digs at Rebel there. The uh, one that uh, just kind of came to my attention. Mm. A- apparently, Rebel News, who is asking the public to fund their coverage and their expenses of covering the Coots 4 trial, decided they weren't even going to show up to the court today. 
I noticed that, that they weren't there. Jason Levine was still there. Uh, some other people I don't want to name were, were there, but he wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Almost like he didn't just, feel... Just, just throwing that out there. That, that is still up on their website. They're specifically <laughs> asking for people to fund their coverage of Coots, and apparently they've left, which is a nice little... You know, it's what a grift, eh? You don't even have to do any work at all. You just have to show up or you show up yep. for a day, act like you're there. Yep. And then you get uh, dumb boomers to give you money uh, to give uh, you reports on things that they weren't even there to actually cover. They're basically just stealing the work of, uh, you know, Jason Levine or, or other uh, independent journalists that are there and then telling the public what happened like they are there. So that's interesting. Yeah, he really doesn't like yeah. uh, Jason Levine. I guess they got into it as well. And he was like, I talk, I spoke to him briefly about it. And he was like, I don't know why he's being like that. And I said, because you're his competition. I know why he's being like that. Yeah. I, I know exactly why, he's, he's, why he's being like that to Jason. I don't understand how Jason doesn't know that. <laughs> he's being like that to Jason because Jason called him out on not providing legal fees that he had raised for those four guys. Yeah. This is... This is and this is the, the crux here too. Ezra's such a fucking weasel because he's acting like, oh well, we we raise this money, you know, only for civil disobedience or civil liberties uh, cases, like not for anything criminal. Bullshit, man. Go ask the people who donated, because all of the people who donated are are wondering why the fuck that money isn't going to them. You're such a you're you're a liar. Liar. You're just speaking for them. Uh, without actually, you know, doing it. I guarantee you, if you took a poll of the people who donated and they have all their emails, they could easily do this. If they asked them, do you want us to uh, uh, process that money uh, to, you know, defend the fork, the coots for, I guarantee you it would be an overwhelming yes. Yep. I guarantee it. Strange. And why won't he do that? Because he knows that would be the result. And um, he's more worried about the optics of it than actually uh, doing what he said he would do. And obviously, he wants to keep a little piece of that for himself, I, I assume. Ezra doesn't do anything unless he can get a favor in return. So, yeah. I'm, I'm, well, I'm not surprised, but like, it's just a long time coming. I think he's probably, they seem, they seem genuinely like, don't understand where all the, where all the vitriol's coming from. And it's like, dude, you've been doing this to people for a long time and they've noticed. You might have thought that this all went away. It's like, a, you ever, I mean, you specifically, but other people, if they're in like a bad relationship, and then one day it just fucking explodes and one of the parties is like, where is this coming from? And it's like, you've been a huge dick for years, you know, like they just can't handle it anymore. And uh, the one one person thinks they've gotten away with it and the other one just stews on it. And I think that's kind of what's happening. I think the, you know, the, the honeymoon's yeah. over with this and well, I think a lot of people have got their number now. The, the last thing I'd like to point out there too is uh, Ezra's doing a lot of, again, speaking for uh, other people who don't have a platform to retaliate. Mm. And I can guarantee you, as somebody who has spoken directly, frequently to members of the Coots 4 families, I can tell you that they're not happy with fucking Ezra more so than they're not happy with Diagalon because this community has stepped up to help these guys as much as they can as they're being shit on by people like Ezra. So if you want to, if you want to actually, uh, you know what those family members think? Well, well, I don't know why Ezra doesn't go ask them. Why doesn't he go out? He's a fucking journalist, isn't he? Well, you're why gonna, doesn't he fucking go ask them? You're, you're gonna Where's have the interview with the Coots family members. It's been a fucking year and a half, Ezra. You haven't taken the time to go interview any of their family members, and now you're asking, you're acting like you speak for them. You piece of shit. Well, you're gonna have to go to www.getezratotalktopeople.com and donate a thousand dollars if you want. to. <laughs> 
if you want to see a terrible version of that. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah. Like, and, and again, like we handed them this story when it happened, freshly after. And anybody that wanted it, it was like, listen, this is a crazy story. This is insane. You know, the, the, the government has declared martial law over a meme, essentially, with no jo- – I mean, the threshold for doing what they did needs to be extremely high, and it wasn't even close. It was laughably, preposterously insane uh, that they got away with what they did, and no one wanted this story. <laughs> None of them wanted it because they all missed it and they all look stupid now. And the longer it went on, the worse it got. So he, he, But he knew this whole time those guys were there. He knew all about this. And now that there's more public attention and pressure and it looks like it's going to go better for them and it looks like, oh, maybe the government is the bad guy after all. We'll see. Now he wants to swoop in and play hero again and try and vacuum up some. And if anybody drops some dimes or quarters on the ground, he wants to try to fucking scoop those up, I guess. Yeah, that's exactly it. Fuck. And again, too, I, I think it's convenient just to, I'll say one more thing and then I'll let you get back to it. There, yeah, I probably. I think it's convenient that, um, you know, it's it's interesting. Uh, BJ Dichter, Daniel Boardman, uh, Ezra Levant, Mark Slipinski, all these people have come out of the woodwork. You, they've put you in a lose-lose situation, haven't they? Where if, if you get off, it's because, you know, you're a fed and you made a deal. And if you don't get off, it's because you're a guilty criminal, right? Isn't that a a wonderful position to put you in where you lose no matter what, no matter what outcome you're, you're terrible, right? Very, very interesting. And I don't know, maybe look into the backgrounds of the people who are pushing that messaging and who they're connected with. I don't know. Just saying a lot of that happening in a lot of different countries. I've seen a similar pattern. Yeah, there is any, any kind of very similar, any kind of, uh, in the United States and Australia and England, any, any group of men that are like, fuck this, we need to pay. Oh, well, they're all feds. Only trust me, the lying media people that have been vacuuming up money and not telling you the truth or telling you half the story for the last 15 fucking years. You can trust me. Don't trust, don't trust war veterans. Trust me, the businessman. Who, who is a, a vexatious litigator and is constantly suing people all the time for whatever the hell he feels like when he gets cranky. I expect I'll have a lawsuit in the mail by tomorrow. I don't care. Not, what, where's the lie? Where's the lie? You know, and that's the thing. If you're going to make claims, you you know, you have to be able to prove that. And there's, I can prove everything I've said. He can't prove a fucking thing about me. He's never even talked. He hasn't talked to me since 2019. While, while pretending I don't exist, while using my material, and while using uh, my videos and using, you know, all kinds of things as content for his platform. And, you know, there's other people that are are in in that vein, I guess, but I I have a, a somewhat, I have a cordial relationship with them. I, I've spoken to a number of people at True North, for example, and, you know, other play, Epic Times and other places like that, and it's just, you know, we're not going to be best friends or whatever, but it is what it is. They've never, though, st- just, I'm just going to lift things right out of your, right off your website, right out of your Telegram. All of it's going to take it all and pretend I did it. And I'm going to get paid for it, and then, uh, and then when they come after you as a consequence for doing that, I'm going to take the side of the police. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Cool. What a hero! I wish I had a big Canadian flag to mail him. You know, like that's incredible. Good job, dude. Fucking outrageous. All right, man. I'll let you get back at it. All right. Thanks, brother. Uh, all right. That's probably that's probably enough. We've been here talking for a little while. It's uh, over two hours. Uh, we could I could get into some other stuff. I've got some I gotta yell at some some conservatives. I gotta I gotta do a lot. I gotta do I gotta do my job. I've just been I've just been uh, you know, sitting here and I'm not even wearing my you know, I'm underdressed. It's too hot, guys. <laughs> it's too hot. I don't know. It's pretty warm though. It's back there, it's on top of the currently on inactive dehumidifier. I'll consider I'll leave the um I'm going to leave this Telegram chat open for now, just in case, in case I feel like coming back to it later. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just 
let people in there with their hand up for days, and I'll just not turn it off, and they'll be like, maybe he'll come back, but I won't. And they'll, and they'll you know, <laughs> it'll just get worse and worse. All right. So, I mean... <laughs> I, th- I think the fucking I think the jury's pretty much in on on that whole situation. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. I mean, I I have some suspicions and I have some ideas, but really bad call, really bad take, completely wrong, totally off base. Probably shot shot himself in the foot more than a little bit. Definitely going to lose money, going to lose support, subscribers. Everybody thinks he's crazy now, and that you know it's just not a good look to attack you know <laughs> people that are very clearly on our side and think he can get away with it. I. And, you know, it's just the bill. The bills do. It was bad when when they when they ambushed Chris Sky like that. You remember that a couple of years ago. You should talk to you know Adam Skelly about some some things. You remember Adamson's Barbecue? He was one of the the first you know original COVID heroes. Remember, refused to shut his uh, his business, defied the police. He's like, this is fucking crazy. They sent basically every cop in the city to come down, and then he broke into his own restaurant and started you know cooking up food for people. It was amazing, right? Yeah, yeah. Ask him. Ask him about it. And then, of course, if you can ever catch them alone, maybe they'll tell you. But you've got there's a lot of other ex employees out there. Some of them I named earlier that uh, didn't have the greatest experience. Let's just put it that way. <clears throat> so, you know, people have to choose sides sometimes. And I didn't do this. I was busy fighting my court cases. I was busy, you know, trying to live my life under these ridiculous, you know, pressures and all the shit I got to deal with. I've got these conditions I'm under. I, you know, I can't see my kids. I've got a lot. I'm, I'm dealing with all of this. I didn't ask for that. I didn't go looking for him. He decided to seize upon the news of me being, you know, Ah, all right, well, case dismissed. Oh, this is a good opportunity for me to just fucking dump more shit. Let's dump more shit on this Canadian veteran that I've been shitting on for fucking years. Oh, I don't have any proof. No, I'm just going to say things. I'm just going to use my massive platform and, and reach and cloud and influence to just suggest you know, crazy things with no evidence whatsoever. And then I'm going to steal money. For, I'm going to grift money for people to cover this story and then not cover the story because I'm not there because I left with your money. Maybe he's going to go. Maybe he forgot his wallet in Hungary. Maybe he's, he's going to pay you back. He's just he's got to go back to Europe to get some stuff, you know. <laughs> Absolute mess. Um, let's see. Let me just check my phone here quickly. Uh, I've got no... Not 10,000 missed messages, so. <laughs> uh, I do have a text from Melissa. Th- oh, she thinks that's funny. Thank you very much. She's a sweetheart. The Bikers Church people are good people. Uh, if you don't know who they are, um, maybe that doesn't matter. If you do know who they are, uh, you know, say be nice to them. Oh, you know what? And, and she, actually, yeah, it's a little bit long. Uh, it's probably not a good time to bring this guy up. Speaking of former Rebel employees, one of them just... Uh, DM'd me, but I'll, I'll have to get to that another time. I have not seen this before. I don't know how insane it could be. All I know, all I know for sure, is that I have a video on my desktop that Day of the Rake put together, and it could really be anything. It could really be very troubling and disturbing. I don't know. We might go crazy like Clockwork Orange. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to play it. Completely cold and blind. He said it to me right when the stream was starting, and I'm like, what is this? I can't, because it would have fed over the audio of the the stream, right? And I was like, did you did you make this? He said, yes, I made it. Okay, no other question. I'm just going to play it. So, without further ado, this is from uh, this is from Nathan. Uh, Day of the Rake. Let's check this out. What's what's what is this? What are we what are we watching? Is a 55 second 
something. Let's check this out. Sign up for my list that ain't helping you. Email is just another way of milking you. Makes me smile what I grip through. I won't stop as long as I divide you. I'll accuse you without a cause or a verse. Another in jail, whatever, that's their curse. As long as I'm the guy on center stage. Don't figure out the games I'm playing, saying I want someone else to pay for all my vacations around the world. <laughs> Boomer, Boomer, I want some money. Not listening when you say you're dry. Fed, 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 call you fed, 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 call you fed, 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 call you fed, 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 fed. This is gonna. Oh, it's over. It was just a quick. He's changing the channel. <laughs> I want someone else to pay for my vacations around the world. <laughs> Fed, 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 that's my argument. Somehow I was a lawyer and I don't know how to convince people of anything anymore. Wow, well, that was fun. <laughs> Let's go to the chat. Let's see, I gotta move this over. I'm on the wrong screen. Ezra and the Great. There was a band. Was that Better Than Ezra the Bit? No, there was a band called Better Than Ezra from the 90s. Was that them? That was Third Eye Blind, wasn't it? I can't remember now. It's a fucking million years ago. I'm 37. I'm basically 70. I'm an old man now. I'm old. I can say things like, fucking, what is this even music? Back in my day, people played the cello. They, they, could, they could speak Latin and play the cello in my day. Now I turn on the radio and it's all, look at my butt. That's not music. It's the devil, you know. <laughs> Everything is objectively worse, though. That's that goes with saying. Everything's gotten worse for two thousand nine eleven on. <laughs> Someone should have came on TV. Colbert's mom says, "I wonder if Nathan would do a duet with you." I sh- he's going to have to now. <laughs> And Greg Arcade, we we could put a band. That's another thing I want to do someday. I want to do like a like a gag band, you know, where we just do like ass like covers of songs, but like 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 basically what Nathan just did, and just do asshole things. I used to do stuff like this in the army. I'd rewrite rewrite songs. Fine. What is happening? Who is that? Is that Greg Arcade? <laughs> I forgot I left the Telegram chat open. What's up, Greg? He's disappeared on me. All right, fine. I was here, man. I said, oh. hey, let's do that if you want. I think, I don't know. I yeah. Time, I just garden now. <laughs> okay, bye. We'll call it Greg and the Gardeners, and it'll just be songs about how much we don't like any, a lot, all the things we don't like. It'll be, you know, it, it, it's a hate concert, you know? What do we we'll call it? Eight, it'll be eight minutes long, eight they minutes long. call it the Gardeners because they're burying people and it's a hate <laughs> crime. Yeah. In the garden, they're feeding the plants. It's all an elaborate ruse. They grow plants and vegetables out of the bodies of their victims, and they feed the bones to the pigs. Yeah, we know. You'll never be able to prove a damn thing. We don't even live in a world where things are just what they are. It's like, uh, yeah, we're just playing songs. No, no. it can't be that. It has to be a hate crime. Everything has to be something now. 
Everything has to be... For fuck's sakes, boys. I was scrolling the internet today in between fighting with everyone. You know, I'm just like, who's the fucking... I'm like trying to drown Ezra Levant in a toilet. Like, you motherfucker. And like Andy Lee comes in. I'm like, you get the fuck out of here. I threw her down a hallway. You know, I was just fighting everybody. And as I'm scrolling around, I'm like... Oh, aliens now. The, fuck, apparently the United States is like, yeah, we have alien spaceships and people and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't even care. I don't have time. <laughs> I'm busy. Everything's insane now. Well, we live in a world where... Gay. Yeah, it is, probably. Uh, I just wanted to jump in about Andy Lee. Oh, she sure. reminds me of that girl who went to like high school on the rich side of town and then started playing in bands way too late. And didn't realize how shitty that life is. And it's like, I'm a musician too. I have a tambourine. That's like what she is. She plays tambourine for Rebel News. Fuck Andy. A tambourine. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that's. I told her, I was like, you just dogpot. You just go whichever way you think the wind's blowing. Oh, people are the the people that you want to like you are, seem to be going, you know, with this narrative today. So I'm going to reinforce that. And now today. Today, she works for Ezra Levant, and Ezra Levant says uh, these people are bad, so now they're bad now. So, you know, what's the definition of sellout? Does anybody know what that is? I don't know if there's an f- official one, but uh, <laughs> anyway. There's no definition of sellout, but you should go to thegriftshop.com right now and buy yourself something nice. Speaking speaking of, we should probably... Hi, to- everybody. This is Dagwood the Milkshake. It's payday, so, so remember alive, to go man. to thegrift.shop like and spend, 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 spend. Get yourself a brand new Diagonal <laughs> t-shirt. I'm advertising. It'll be perfect for all those summer barbecues, hangouts, and whatever well, other terrorism you're interested in this summer. You've got money. We'd like to get some of that money. And Give us some money. And you can send it to us by ordering something at thegrift.shop. Have a great day. That Dagwood, you know? What's his deal? Yeah, it's done, Derek. Yeah. Yeah, where's my money? Where's my fucking money, Derek? Don't you fuck me like this, Derek. I'm, don't you fuck me. I will fucking come over there in your little fucking cabin in the middle of fucking woods and I'll fucking kill Dagwood kind of sounds like Greg did now that I think about it. Now that I was just talking to him. Interesting. Weird. Anyway. <laughs> well, co- listen here, Derek. It doesn't matter how much nobody likes me. Dagwood the milkshake, you uh, guys are assholes. Rage loves me. I love... I love Dagwood. I want Derek, you fucking slave. Get back in the cave and make me some shirts. <laughs> you asshole. Dag- I lo- you. Dagwood goes hard. Buddy, except there, Jeremy. You're all assholes. <laughs> My stick's too far away. I was going to anoint him something, but Dagwood is, uh, you know, he works hard. He's out there. We wouldn't even have a grift shop if it wasn't for Dagwood. You know, he's got a. Somebody's got to whip the slaves, you know, and that's his job. You know, don't hate him for it. He's, he's, a, he's a necessary evil. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I got a couple of these. <laughs> uh, where? Which one? 3,000. Got that one. Or maybe not caught up. Maybe I thought I was. Uh, so, yeah, speaking of basketball players. Uh, Simon says, I like the free helicopter ride Kobe style for eight of our favorite lizard people. <laughs> Ezra's on the list. Who else? Um, I don't know why you sp- Kobe, but uh, that guy's kid. LeBron James has a has a problem now. He's got myocarditis. Probably can't play. But he was he was uh, playing for the University of South Carolina or something, wasn't he? He was probably looking at an NBA career. That's all gone. That's all gone now. <laughs> would have been worse if he wasn't vaccinated, though, right? It would have been would have been way. It's like, thank God, thank God, he got vaccinated. It's so much better. 
So much better. Richard Payne says, in the process of leaving Scotiabank and getting away from Canada's big banks, good idea, uh, because they will definitely axe your ass as soon as they find out that you're not, you know, evil. Uh, might go PC Financial or EQ, not connected with any of the big five. Credit unions are hard to join. Own my own home with no mortgage, so I'm not tied to any bank. Thoughts on Banking Canada whether, where, when our options are so limited? I can't tell you what I'm using because they will try to cancel it. <laughs> but there, there, is, there are some options. Um, PC Financial, don't know too much about them. EQ, I think, is probably okay. Credit unions, some of them are good, some of them are not. It depends on who owns them and who they're affiliated with. But I would go for some smaller ones. I know in Alberta, there's Alberta Credit Union. Or Alberta, AU, I can't remember. Or Credit Union of Alberta, something like that. Some people try to get me in that one, but you got to live in Alberta. Uh, they're they're pretty based, I guess, and and don't you know don't care. Um, so they do exist. There is other options, um, but uh, <laughs> Greg, yes, it is live. Greg, I don't know what he's an entropy now causing problem. Get Dagwood under control. I thought we were just partying on Telegram. No, we're not. No, no. <laughs> we're not part I mean I'm on Telegram. It's basically just there for, you know, me to pick people up and throw them in to just lean on cuz I'm lazy, right? I don't have any content. I don't have I'm just going to let them talk, you know, let just just pilot the ship for a while. I'm going to take a nap. Um so yeah, the banking try to try to find one that's kind of low key and low, but yeah, not having a mortgage is is pretty awesome. That would be great. <laughs> oh, my own home and no mortgage. Credit unions are hard to join. There's a few good ones, but it yeah, you know, because you're, you're the way credit union works, I believe, is that each person that's a depositor at the credit union is kind of is like almost like a shareholder in the bank. It's a lot harder to really fuck people around uh, with that once you get in with one. Anyway, um, I would here's what I can recommend: if when you do ditch these these big banks and you start looking for alternatives, don't just get one; get fucking five. I'm not kidding. Find five alternative bank accounts. And sign up for all of them. And then move your money around to all five of them. If they shut one down, you've got four other ones. They shut three of them. I mean, what are the odds they're going to shut down all five of your bank accounts at once? You know, that's going to be, it's harder to do, right? It's a lot of hard work. And then you've got uh, associated, you know, credit cards and lines of credit and things associated with these different accounts. So I, even just basic ones, just like a deposit account, you just put money in your, your card, you can, whatever. Um, but if you have all your eggs in one basket, so to speak, they can take it away from you, and then you're in trouble. So I would I would try diversify your options. That's what I would say. Jay Bird says Ezra begs for money more than a two dollar crack whore after a day and a half without a hit. He he needs a lot of money. He does need money. He needs your money to cover the coots trial, but by not covering it by you know eating sandwiches or whatever it is he's doing. Uh, Chelsea says too hot my ass. Where's your light? My jacket's behind. It's really warm down here. I thought you was swimming in the streets over there. Yeah, it was. They were. Uh, the flooding. Something else that was great. You know, Nova Scotia never ceases to disappoint. Hey, if we can't kill you with violent crime, if we can't kill you with out-of-control police informants who are dressed as cops driving around murdering people, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll just, maybe your house gets burned down because we don't do fire prevention services anymore and our preventative, our forest fire preventative services have been cut and decimated and eradicated because of the big brains upstairs and, and we have a massive forest fire. And then, you know, maybe maybe the, the, the moron that has been signing off on the state of... We're still under a state of emergency, by the way, in Nova Scotia. This guy's been blindly signing it off for years illegally. He's probably going to get charged someday. Soon, maybe. Uh, this whole province is... Dude, follow it. If you're interested, especially if you're in Nova Scotia, and you're like, how fucking corrupt is this province? You want to you want to follow Morgan and Mine's case. You just... You want to. I'm a, you just... You, you're going to want to. It's going to be fun. <laughs> 
And the uh, that guy, yeah. So they had the the dike opened, uh, at least one. Um, what do they call it? They had some kind of weird Acadian. It's a dike. It, it's to you know, uh, for agricultural reasons and to prevent you know flooding in certain areas and so on. To uh, you know, to control that, and they opened it to mitigate the spread of the fires. You know, like a month ago, when when it started, you know, the the fire that we don't have firemen to uh, combat because we fired a lot of them. They didn't. They didn't get the experimental mRNA injection, and you know, just like the nurses and the cops and everything else, we let go. That's still open. And then it rained. Uh, let's see, pretty much every day for weeks. And then, uh, you know, this thing that's supposed to prevent the flooding is is not, you know, enabled. You know, the light switch isn't turned on. So, yeah. So highways uh, were flooded. Four people died. Yeah, two of them were young kids. There's also, uh, allegedly, what people are saying, a lot of drained, uh, drain maintenance and you know ditch maintenance and this kind of thing are not being upheld and maintained in the province. Probably more cuts there, too. So, once again, ignorant, idiotic, absent-minded morons and buffoons at the helm, at the levers of power of our country are getting people killed because they are so so fucking stupid. Could you imagine? Like, why is our dad dead? Why did your daughter die? Why did... Oh, well, the government's dumb and makes stupid decisions that any reasonable smart person would have understood to do. Ah, they just didn't. So that's why they're dead. And it's nobody's fault. And no one's going to be held accountable ever. Who's, who's held... Who was held accountable for Porta Peak, Nova Scotia? Because when this wasn't a natural disaster, it wasn't a tornado, it wasn't a flood, it wasn't even a swarm of bees. It was a man with RCMP connections who was helped and assisted, who then went on a fucking rampage and killed 23 people. The RCMP did not warn anyone they did not establish an emergency alert they didn't say anything they put a tweet out at 9 30 at night that maybe something was going on as this guy's running around shooting people and burning down buildings or somebody was we don't really know nobody really knows what happened and but the moral of the story is when your when your police service which is tasked with making sure that doesn't happen fails so spectacularly that some man that's pushing 60 can evade the national police force for a day and a half running around on a fucking rampage, completely you know unchecked, and people are getting killed as they're walking to work out for their morning jog because they couldn't be bothered to even warn people to stay inside because there's an out-of-control situation. I really feel like somebody should have been fucking punished for that. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm insane, and somebody should. But I just feel like somebody should have should have been held accountable. You know, I feel like somebody should have been, you know, disciplined in some way because if if i was uh, let's say a major or a colonel a light colonel or something i'm in charge of a unit in the in the military and a whole bunch of people get killed and upon observation it's because of negligence and ignorance and laziness at a minimum if not far fucking worse not only would i be fired and demoted i probably would be going to jail Okay, what did the RCMP do? Oh, they promoted everyone instead. Go look it up. Where's Brenda right now? She's eating a sandwich. 
She's fine. They got a new RCMP commissioner. She took her pension. She's doing. She's going to be living large. She'll probably get a contracting job. She's doing better than ever. None of those people are going to be held. They've dis- these families are destroyed forever. Forever. Actually, it's 24. One of these, and maybe more, I read about one of these men, this poor guy whose family was killed in the area. He wanted to sell his house and move away for obvious fucking reasons, you know, you could you would say. Can't. Can't get mental health help because there's no doctors in this province. Can't get, you know, anything. He eventually uh, just says fuck it and kills himself. So it's actually 24 is the, is the, you know, the death count now. And when you know all this and you see how lazy and non-accountable to anyone that the police are, and then you maybe want to look at something like Morgan and Mine's case and see, oh, this is a kind of a, this is kind of a recurring thing of government ineptitude causing problems, isn't it? And then the people that are pointing out this government ineptitude are the ones being jailed, slandered, and called feds and so on by people that are getting rich, by participating with the government ineptitude. Am I going too fast? Do we, I, there's probably a few of you listening. Do we, do we need to slow down? You still working on your tweet thread? Do I get to get my violin out for you? I, take your time. I know it's a lot, but I mean, you know, it's going to be here all night. You can go back and watch it in the morning. You can select your tweets and your clips and all of that. You know? You're fucking pathetic. You're fucking pathetic. You know that? Like, that's suicide fuel for me. If that's what I found myself doing, I'd be like, I have to die. I can't. My entire world and life revolves around basically digitally stalking other people to talk shit about them like I'm in high school. That's, That's what I do with my time as a grown man. <laughs> and we've destroyed so many of these people too some of them have gone completely insane what i mean you haven't heard from you know thor seems like he's hanging in there he's doing okay he doesn't to be fair he doesn't seem to be that gobliny he's i think he's just kind of obsessed maybe <laughs> i don't know but there are others you know remember our good friend the cowboy well he's now homeless he's now homeless living in a homeless shelter divorced and you know, lost his, you know, his life is completely destroyed and he's, he was in jail and he's probably going to go back to jail and he's got lawsuits and stuff coming his way. And hey, you know, um, maybe don't be so mentally ill and out of your mind that you make, you know, stalking and, and, and fucking with people on the Internet the sole focus of your existence because, you know, you might lose your family and end up in a homeless shelter and end up in jail. There's that, uh, you know, that's that's the that's the positive outcome. Could be worse. It could probably end worse. It's going to end worse for a number of other people. But that's okay. You know, you got you to break eggs to make omelets. And uh, apparently I should be eating. I got to eat raw eggs. The raw egg nationalist guy, man. He's selling me on this, this raw egg idea. I can't do it. Morgan's going to make me do it now. You don't want to die having never. These are things I think of now. Because the first time I saw it in a Rocky movie or whatever it was. Imagine just drinking a raw egg like fuck bleh. i've never done that do i want to go my entire life having never done that i don't know i don't know if i'm okay with that i might have to eat some raw eggs just to, just she made me eat an oyster once you know 
the hell is an oyster? Who? How hungry are you when you find the, one of these and you're like, I know there's food in here. I mean, these things are fucking welded shut. You don't understand? Like, they are fucking ju- to uh, crack these bitches open. And then when you, you, you toil and you're sweating and you need power tools and you need the fucking United States Air Force to do a strafing run with an A-10, you finally get this fucking oyster open and it's this weird rubbery meat uh, thing that you... D- I'm like, what? Who... You know we have hamburgers, right? Like, we have steaks, and we've got all kinds of things. Why, why, why is this? I'm not a seafood fan, in case anyone's curious. I'm from the East Coast, but I, I can't stand it, you know? I don't like the lobsters. I don't like the crabs. I don't like the... I don't, I don't know. It just... You know, the smell. You know, I grew up with it here, and the whole... I don't know. People really into seafood. I wish I liked it, you know? I wish I was more into it, but... I don't trust things that come out of the ocean. I don't trust things that come out of the ocean, and I don't trust things that work at Rebel News. <laughs> Same level of suspicion. Uh, Tenacious V, how are you doing, man? He says, your buddy is back at it. Uh, is back at it on Twitter. Uh, resp- <laughs> oh, yeah? Is he really? Response to Randy Hillier at 7.53, I don't know, whatever time that was. Could that have been recently? He says, quote, Mackenzie and Dagalon had both a direct and indirect role in getting these men arrested and jailed. Oh, okay, so he's victim blaming. So it's not that the police are crazy and setting people up like what seems to be happening in Coots and just, you know, the whole evidence falling apart, the prosecutor getting recused, the fact that there is no evidence, all of it. No, 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 no. It was deserved and it was a righteous arrest and it's because of me. I like watching his... He's just burning it down in real time. Everybody's coming at this fucking guy now. And good. Good. And Greg was entirely right. People like him are the reason, primary reason... Because the media, right? I blame the... The media is the number one thing that needs, needs to be uh, needs to be conquered. That that has to be... Th- there's no point in doing anything else, really, until, that's ta- until people actually have a reliable, unmolested pipeline of accurate information and the truth... Uh, you know, we're not going anywhere. So as long as these sycophants and these cheerleaders for these massive fucking criminals are still running around, pulling the wool over everyone's eyes and lying to everyone, we're not, we're going to have a lot of, we're going to have a hard time making any progress. So, uh, yeah, we need to just, you know, (laughs) fix that. All the, you know, resources that don't go to them, you can send them to someone else, send them to someone else you believe in and someone that's not lying and isn't attacking our own fucking people. Maybe that's a better investment for your money. That's what I would say. Um, a direct and indirect. What what direct role would that be, Ezra? What what direct role was it when I said to not commit any crimes and be a law-abiding citizen, don't even speed, don't even throw a snowball, nothing? Was that how I directly or was it indirectly impacted having them in jail? Was that how? Huh? You you have no <laughs> You're you're like a high school girl. Just I'm going to call some people. I really think there's there he's really threading a needle on a defamation case here, bud. And not just for me either. The whole Dagalon thing is in the process of being trademarked as well, which I've previously, you know, allu- explained in numerous streams. So he's he's now attacking, you know, registered interesting. 
Uh, it's okay. I, you know, I'm more interested in seeing his reputation destroyed because he, does, he, should, he doesn't deserve one. I think he's a liar and a cheat and a swindler, and so do a lot of other people. And that's becoming very clear to a lot of other people, and I think that message should be spread far and wide. And people can decide for themselves who they think is a, is a liar because it's him. Never Neil says, who's the most retarded? Beege, Rohan, or Ezra? Ooh. Ezra's definitely the smartest of the three, without a doubt. But between Beege, uh, Rohan's the stupidest, for sure. BJ's light years, far more intelligent than Rohan. I mean, it's not really a compliment. It's just kind of a, you asked me to rank them. Yeah, he's, the, he's by far the dumbest, for sure. <laughs> Let's talk about that. Because there's, you know. Since we're on the since we're on the topic, they like to engage in a lot of this bad jacketing, Fed jacketing. If you look it up, call, look up uh, bad b a d jacketing. It's now been kind of repurposed as Fed jacketing. It serves the same purpose. The FBI popularized this technique in the 1960s when dealing with the Black Panther Party. The Black Panther Party was kind of an upstart populist black uprising against what they viewed as a you know white establishment that was oppressing them. So. Obviously, that's going to create some problems. How do you infiltrate a group like that? You know, it's very it's been difficult to infiltrate, you know, Diagalon as well. It's difficult to infiltrate infl- difficult to infiltrate a, a tightly, you know, an ideologically tight, you know, group like that. Especially like, you know, the Black Panthers are all unified racially and so on. So there's not no no white FBI agents are going to be sneaking in, right? And it's going to be harder to even get if they had a black FBI agent to sneak him in there. To really so it's hard. So what you can do is uh, you know they would have these cuts kind of like and jackets like bikers sort of and they had the red berets and stuff if you you know it's uh they have their jacket but underneath that jacket they're wearing an FBI jacket you know it's called bad jacketing so what they do is infer and suggest and posit to people that actually these people you think are your friend, they're actually working for the government they're trying to get you arrested it's all a trap it's all bullshit they just didn't want people they didn't want the the black panther party to gain strength they didn't want them to gain any kind of momentum so they insert this poison pill into the well and it creates a um, an effect where People don't trust each other. They're fighting with each other. They're suspicious. These feuds and things, and it, and it fractures like a cancer can kill the whole organization. Um, and that's that's called Fed jacketing or bad jacketing. And that's what the, that's exactly what they've been doing uh, to me and many other, like you've said, other people in uh, in the United States. If you're listening to Ferry in in Australia, in England, in Europe, everywhere, any any group of actual patriots that are like, no, fuck this, we're we're going to organize and say that we're not. Oh, they're all Feds, says the Feds, right? The people that are being arrested, debanked, tortured, beaten, chased around the globe and internationally smeared and threatened to have people try to take their lives, they're the feds. Yes, it's all an illusion. That 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 is the PSYOP from the feds because you, it, it requires no investment. How many agents do you need to perpetuate that? St- one? How many uh, how much how many agents in the field do you need deployed? What's the budget on an operation like that? Fucking $20? So the cost an effort to embark upon a Fed jacketing, bad jacketing campaign is so microscopically small, but the benefits and the effect of it can be so disproportionately huge that it's one of the state's most favorite things to do. And here we have the useful idiots, you know, dogpiling in like war campaign onto what was originally uh, BJ Dichter and some RCMP informants, uh, their, their new twist after I was released from jail. Because when I went to jail, I was a terrorist, but then because my, again, very excellent lawyer succeeded in getting me out of jail, well, now I just must be a Fed, right? It's all fake. It's all, it's all fake. 
They gave me a deal. It was just I just had to do nearly three months for fun and and pay all of this stuff. So, um, curiously, and it, th- this is just because they don't like me. So here's what happened, and you can go back and watch the videos yourself. I don't have to make anything up. It's all there. During the public order uh, inquiry commission, while I was testifying from jail, uh, all, all war campaign themselves actually streamed the whole thing and were very supportive and and very uh, you know had no issues with anything that I said. They watched me say it live, and then months go by, still very support. And then a curious thing happened: the attention dried up from the POEC, the trucker convoy and all that stuff was over. They're not getting any cuts, so they start to take some shots at people and create problems because you know for because they're bored because they're bored nerds and start suggesting that the Save Canada kids Josh Alexander all they're they're some kind of nefarious actors and they're maybe maybe being paid by somebody and and you know what and we, what do we really know about Tom Quiggin anyway and who is veterans for freedom anyway and they start to create this uh fed jacketing campaign and then using pictures of me without saying anything so i said listen uh fellas what you're doing is fucked you need to apologize and stop what you're doing right now. You're out. You're totally out of line. You're way off base, and you're being ridiculous. And rather than acknowledge that, yes, indeed, they are acting like petulant children, hysterical women, they just double down and double down and double down to now the point where they literally have lost their minds and are operating dozens of sock accounts on Twitter to try and make it look. This is months ago, by the way. We're on. This is nearly August. I'm talking about like February. We're now into nearly August, and they're still, you know. Because I, because I fucking spanked them when they deserve to be spanked, attacking people like uh, Veterans for Freedom and you know uh, Randy and, and Save Canada and Tom Marazzo and all of these people I know. People I'm like they're not they're not feds or no, you're insane. So then he's going to retroactively change the past to where actually I was a fed the whole. They just missed it. They just no. No, you changed your mind. You changed your mind and decided that you don't like me now because I made you look and feel dumb. So you're just going to attack me with baseless accusations. And here we are, six months, you know, later into this, and more. And now, now Ezra's, uh, you know, joined at the hip with this completely ridiculous, retarded, asinine theory that you can't. No one can can lay out in any sensible way. And I've invited them. I said, come debate me. Then let's go right now. Let's air this out. You'll get 15 minutes. I'll get 15 minutes, and then we'll do it back and forth, and we'll have a moderator. They just wanted to screech and yell and and make noises like children, like petulant, you know, pathetic people that they are, and say nothing, and then make comments about my kids and and you know Morgan and so on. They're just they're children. They're not men. They're pathetic children. So I mean, don't even waste time. They're already you know they have no viewership. They're they're down about 70 percent. They lost about 70, 75 percent of their audience. And I mean. The way these guys operate, it seems like a lot of it is bots, <laughs> maybe on top of that. So, anyway, <sighs> you can't you can't fix stupid, as they say, right? You can't you know once you're once you're developed, your IQ is set at where it is, and some people's are just you know must be this high, you know must be this tall to appreciate. And I just do not appreciate, you know, I'm just not appreciating right now. Uh, Mr. Bullock says Slava Daglon, thank you, sir, appreciate you. CRJ says uh, Greg Arcade is demoted to town joker. It is known. Demoted to town joker from what? What does that mean? Was he a city joker before? I'm confused by this. Bad grandpa, party trees for Philip. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. That's very, very kind of you, man. Thank you. Uh, CRJ again says, Greg Arcade once swindled me for his gas money. I also heard he loves the Talmud. I don't think this is true. I think you guys are trying to start something. 
Uh, he says drinking a raw egg is a step above felching. De- <laughs> why? Why? Why did you have to do that? I was genuinely like, I bet I will. I bet I'll just eat a raw egg. You know, I'm just going to try it out. But now it's like become considerably more difficult. There's no way I'm not going to be able to do it now and without thinking of this. You son of a bitch. Mom Life says if you're going to try raw eggs, try the computer liquid computer company try the company liquid protein they're flavored and it doesn't taste like raw egg keep up the how does that work i don't know if i trust that yeah maybe maybe i will and salty rob says hey man good to see you standing up to ezra what a show i'm standing over ezra he's yelling up at me from down at my feet probably uh he says would love to see him try to debate he won't he can't he can't justify anything. He's, he thought he could get away with just flippantly saying this. He's trying to double down and now and he's just going nowhere. He has no evidence, he has no case, he has nothing. And uh, he's severely damaged his own brand and credibility to do it. I hope it was worth it. Did you feel good pressing send on that tweet, you fucking idiot? Great job. Good job. Clown. Uh, he says, we'd love to see him try to debate you, especially after Sheila Gunn's attack piece on you. Yeah, she's also an idiot. Just out in BC on vacation with the family, sending a few quid to help the fight. Take care. Death to Stalin. Thank you, Rob. Tassos Platas says, you shall know them by their fruits. You've never asked a dime out of us, yet have given so much. I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you sticking up for me, and I don't, I've never needed to ask for money, right? And the, the fucking fundraisers and stuff I have had were, were put up by other people. I didn't ask for that. They were done while I was in jail. They just wanted to help. Now, who would help you? Who's who's going to bail out? Do you think he would get the same kind of support? He gets hauled off to jail? Are thousands of fucking people going to show up for you? What does that say about you? What does it say about me? Have I just hoodwinked all of these people? There's that many violent terrorists, horrible off. They're all just monsters, are they? Because there's tens of thousands of them. How is it possible that I could have an audience this size while also being this massive piece of shit? Something doesn't track here, does it? I guess you're just saying that most, a lot of these, all these Canadian people, they're all just pieces of shit. Is that what you're saying, Ezra? Or are they all, are they just dumb? Have I brainwashed them? Have I used a magic trick? What is it? Perhaps my fed power. Maybe I've intimidated them into doing it. How many of you, and, and ask the community members, hundreds of people have had CSIS show up to their house, follow them to work, bother their, their partners, their wives, police are showing up. Is, is that also, that, that's just pretend. Go ask them. That I didn't even have to say anything. The first day and the second day, and I wasn't going to it until he attacked everybody else. I'm like, okay, that's that's this is enough. This guy's got to fucking burn now. Just watching the responses, I didn't have to say anything. They, you know, they did it for me. People know, and uh, I think the grift is over. I think parasite. I think you're all done. I don't think. Uh, I think you've you've reached your. I think you're just all downhill on the way out now. For you, I'd probably pack it up, pack it up, and roll it. Uh, what's it got? Scroll. What does that mean? Turn off. What is this? I don't know. Playing with options that don't make sense. <laughs> Does it make me extreme? Everybody's violent. You're a violent extremist. I read it on anti-hate. Who I, on the one hand, disparage and say is a terrible, you know, a bunch of liars. But on the other hand, also, I'm going to just totally take their talking points and run with it. This is the thing. This is my superpower, guys. I have, and I, 
said to you know somebody earlier, I one of the guys was it Nigel. I have a I have some ability, a secret power to really pit, to really just you know people want to hate me right. I've got a punchable face right, and they make mistakes. They're, they they lose their cool and they start acting crazy. And we've seen it happen a number of times. And not to their benefit. They make be- And people go, why would they? That's such a dumb decision. Yeah, because they weren't thinking straight. Because I've literally driven them insane. I, I don't know. I can't tell you why exactly. But uh, for whatever reason, I just... Uh, the goblins just can't handle my presence. They find it very upsetting. You know, Rebel News should never have gotten as big as it did. Well, that's the other thing. They're always going to be around because even if no one in Canada supports the grift anymore, he's still getting money from other places. I mean, he's not going anywhere. He's going to be around for, forever. Um, but, you know, doesn't, doesn't, have to be, uh, <laughs> doesn't have to get an even bigger mansion on your back while he campaigns for enemies of this country. You know, protecting them and encouraging them. Let's talk about some of that for a minute because I have all this other stuff. I didn't even get to, and I've been going for like two and a half hours. But to be fair, there was a lot of bullshit to cover today. <laughs> this is just funny. Uh, Mitch McConnell in the United States. There's a reason for this. Th- these that I'm gonna, the reason the reason I'm going to play this clip. They're all like a hundred fucking years old, eighties, nineties. Like the 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 powerful people in Washington and in many parts of the world. Like, would you just fucking die already? You're, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, be the president or be the speaker of the house or be any of these things when you're 90 or 100 years old. I think like 70 is like, all right, man, I think it's time to pack it in. You can't honestly sit there and say a man in his 80s is cognitively, oh, yeah, he's just as good to go as he was when he was 40, 50, 60. Like, there's no. It's rare. It's rare. And, uh, you know, you're, physic- I mean, you're physically degrading. Your muscles degrade, everything. Your bone structure, the connective tissue in your brain, everything is degrading as you, as you age, especially at this stage. So why are, we, why are we letting these people, like they refuse to just get out of the way for a younger generation of Americans, Canadians, and other people to, uh, to take over and try to fix this place? And now, I mean, this happened today or yesterday. This is one of the top. He's Republican, right? Kind of a like, and he just locks up. I don't know if he's having a stroke. He's like eighty-five years old, so I mean, they're all just looking at him like this is a bit. Twenty seconds of this now. Okay, maybe we gotta. Yeah, let's get him out of here. This is one of the most powerful men in America, by the way, and, we're, and we want to fight a war with Russia. Do you want to say anything else? Do you want to say anything else? No, no, I, I poop myself, so. Oh, get out of here. Which, which, where, where do I live? Between him and the pre- My God, man. Bipartisan cooperation and a string of, uh, a string of, Like, this is sad. This guy, you know, enough. And it's humiliating to America. We have terrible fucking leadership right now. It's insane. I do want to say I'm actually surprised. Not surprised. I don't know if that's the right word. A little bit, though, uh, with, with True North and Andrew Lawton specifically. One of 
my biggest criticisms of the conser- the fake neocon pretend conservative party the people pretending to resist the you know global homo world order the conservative party what one of my biggest critiques of them is what is that in my opinion of all the problems that we have in this country many of which this guy Lil Peeps likes to likes to harp on every single one of those is very either either at a minimum moderately impacted to majorly severely impacted in a negative way every problem by mass migration we don't have enough doctors we don't have enough anything where do we put these people who do they get for doctors how how are the police fire all of our infrastructure expected to absorb all these new people give them you know what they need without you know building up the infrastructure to to accommodate that this is an incredibly destructive uh, the, the crisis the housing crisis cost of living as well the violent crime the jails are full all of this my mass my is this the best time to be bringing a million people a year into the country no it isn't so let's just get it out there in the open and to my surprise, they actually asked him. They actually asked him a real question. And beautifully executed by PP here. And, and I don't mean that in a necessarily a positive way. I mean, this is a professional, shystery, slimeball politician move that you've seen repeatedly played out from the prime minister who's also very good at this very good at at this at not answering a question at answering a question without answering the question they first deflect then they distract and then they grandstand and then everybody claps and forgets what the question even was and he doesn't answer it Deflect, distract, grandstand, tell people what they want to hear, clap, or, 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 and we move on. So let's let's uh, let's let's dive into this uh, position on this because Andrew says, hey, so, and they say 500,000, right? That's 500,000 just officially through immigration. Doesn't count student visas, doesn't count temporary foreign workers, doesn't count the thousands and thousands and thousands of people spilling over the border. It's in the millions, okay? It's over a million a year, but... Regardless, let's just see what he thinks about it. Thank you. The next question comes from Andrew Lawton of True North. Good afternoon, Mr. Polyev. My question is on immigration. As you know, Canada is on track to have uh, about 500,000 new immigrants to the country by 2025. And I'm wondering if you think this is sustainable and if uh, a conservative government led by you would continue that trend and and would be satisfied with that 500,000 a year number. The question is, do you think this is sustainable and would your government continue this policy if you were elected? Pretty clear, pretty straightforward, right? And because he's not woke and we're going to get the libs out, you're going to get a straightforward, to-the-point answer to that question, you would assume. Justin Trudeau has broken our immigration system. 
We see this on the streets of Toronto. Oh. First of all, we're going to distract. Yeah, that was a question. But first, remember how much we hate the libs? Remember Sock Boy? And now we're going to deflect. And I'm going to pull at your heartstrings and make you feel sympathy and empathy for the poor migrants and the refugees. And then we're going to say about how much better we're going to do everything. And, and we're going to get the libs out. And everyone's going to feel good and they're going to clap. Listen, I'm just going to play the whole thing through. It's disgusting. Good afternoon, Mr. Polyev. My question is on immigration. As you know, Canada is on track to have uh, about 500,000 uh, new immigrants to the country by 2025. And I'm wondering if you think this is sustainable and if uh, a conservative government led by you would continue that trend and, and would be satisfied with that 500,000 a year number. He looks terrible. Justin Trudeau has broken our immigration system. We see this on the streets of Toronto, where refugees are living on the pavement. It wasn't like this eight years ago. When refugees came to Canada, we had them sponsored by charities, churches, mosques, synagogues, other nonprofits to give them homes, help them write resumes. And Who's angry? Is that what he asked? Who's going to help the refugees write resumes? That's what he answered the question with. Get them fast work permits so they... Well, then we got to get them to work. We need to give them your jobs. Could get jobs and paychecks. Yeah. We see... Power... We need to give them powerful paychecks, guys. That's what we need. ...in the new movement online of immigrants who are saying they're going back because they can't afford to live here in Canada after eight oh, no. years of Trudeau. Many immigrants feel like they're better off where they came from because the costs... And the crime that Trudeau's policies have unleashed. The crime and the cost. What, what, what major fucking contributing factor, if there were one, that we could just remove that could alleviate, at least to a large degree, a lot of these problems? Gee, Willie, I wonder what it could be. What was Andrew just asking? Who cares? Let's, let's just make people feel bad about migrants so we can move on. Make this country unlivable. For newcomers and for those who've been here a long time that's that's like like it's the same for newcomers and also the people that have been here a long time you mean the fucking canadians the word you're looking for millhouse is the canadian public the citizens the people that have been here for a long time yeah that's us that's canada that's the canadians and the newcomers they're not canadians they're people from other parts of the world that we're expected to pay for why he asked you if this is sustainable it's not he asked you if you continue to you know continue this policy if you agree that that's what you're going to do you don't answer the question but it sounds like yes I want to get back to common sense immigration. The numbers should be driven by the number of employers who have job vacancies that they cannot fill with Canadians, by the number of charities. So he is familiar that Canadians and non-Canadians, that's a thing, okay, so he does know that. That want to sponsor refugees and by the families that can reunite and support their loved ones here, not by, uh, not by egotistical... Uh, targets that are designed to give Justin Trudeau a vanity project. We need to get back to competent immigration. By the way, we need to expand housing construction. It's all well and good to think that you can increase the population by a million people in a year. 
Uh, no. No, it's not well and good to think that. That is insane. That is an insane, crazy, like mentally ill level of immigration. Canada's, well, now 40 million people. Very soon, over half the country will not even have been born here. Then what happens? They're just, well, they're just new, right? And it's our responsibility to build all them homes. There's no other way to increase your population. Just can't be done. We all just we all just hatched from eggs and fell out of trees. And we're looking around like, Jesus, not enough of us. We'll have to just borrow people. We'll just have to borrow half of India. And that will have no consequence whatsoever to the national unity, cohesion, and fabric of this country. Absolutely not. Diversity is our strength, right, Peep? But where are we going to house everybody? Right, they don't have enough houses. Right, we we got to raise taxes, build more houses. We now have, we, last year, we built fewer homes than we built in 1972. Think about that. In 1972, our population was 22 million. How did it get up so high? What happened? Something happened. And we built 250,000 homes. Last year, our population was 40 million, and we built 219,000 homes. So we have nearly double the population, and we're building fewer homes. Is it any wonder why we have a homelessness crisis, why 9 in 10 young people believe they'll never be able to afford a home, why we have 70-year-old nurses who are living Heartstrings. in vans, after eight years of Justin Trudeau's total incompetence on everything from immigration to housing to health care, our country is falling to pieces. I will put yeah, because of people like you. it back together with no, common won't. sense immigration, common sense health care, common sense housing policies that get things built. Thank you. He rehearsed that. What does that mean? So yes, no, just you're just going to say common sense a lot. And really reinforce that the problem here is we need to build more houses because too many of the migrants don't have houses. There's too many Canadians that don't have houses. They can't afford houses. And they don't want to be competing for houses with half of Pakistan. They just don't. And they don't need to be. And if that doesn't tell you, I mean... Pretty straightforward question. 500,000, is that sustainable? No. Here's why. Are you going to continue this policy? No. Here's here's what I'm going to do instead. Or I can go on a two and a half minute diatribe rambling about building houses and telling you, you know, sob stories about refugees. We just got to get the libs out. No, you're going to do a cabinet shuffle. I saw a video from uh, uh, North of Nothing uh, Saxon there. He was like, yeah, that's the cabinet shuffle, the election. That's, that's the real shuffle, right? You just shuffle in the blue people and shuffle out the red people and then all the tax cattle people, they calm down for a few years and we just keep resetting the cycle as we descend you know, further onto the program. Pretty much everyone in the world with a fucking brain can see that this is what's happening and they're fighting tooth and nail to try and alert people to that situation. And meanwhile, you have people like... Uh, you know, lying limit, Ezra Gilmore, lying, lying all the time, always lying. You've got these kinds of people and these gatekeepers and these fake, pathetic, fucking neocon, warmongering pieces of garbage continuing the grift and continuing the descent into madness. 
They won't stand against the gender bending. They won't stand against the rainbow mafia craziness. They don't say anything about that rich, that uh, principal being, you know, basically harassed and bullied to death by a bunch of uh, anti-white crazy people. They don't say anything about the insanely illegal war in Ukraine, the ethnic cleansing that's been going on. We're using illegal munitions over there now. We're using cluster bombs. I mean, my fucking God. Fastest changing demographics in the history of planet Earth, in the history of Earth that we know of, of every country that we have records for, no no one ever has changed its demographic faster than Canada is right now outside of being invaded and conquered by Genghis Khan. That would be the level you used to have to previously attain to change the face of your, literally, the face of your country faster you're going to have to go to Genghis Khan to, to find that. Number two, just be in Canada, where you just stand on the magic dirt for about 20 minutes, and you can be a cabinet minister if you want. It's it's fine. There's really nothing to worry about. TD, I assume the bank is reporting, yeah, the Economist is reporting that Canada is falling behind the standard of living curve compared to its peers. Tell them something we don't know. GDP growth has been decreasing since the 1980s. Well, how is that possible? Because diversity is our strength and more immigrants means higher GDP. That's what the politicians say. It's funny that, like, I don't know. It's probably fear, I think, because most people are cowards, that they don't want to entertain the idea that the people in charge have no idea what the fuck they're doing and that they say things. That if you don't know any better, I mean, I guess it sounds like it makes sense. It doesn't. It's it's nonsense. I think people in charge are completely, um, they're idiots. They're just people like you and me. Uh, Alex and I have talked about this. Derek, everybody. We've said, like, you could go downtown. Go downtown to a festival. Just throw a hockey stick into a crowd. Whoever gets hit with it and picks it up goes, who the fuck threw that? You. You want to be the cabinet minister or you can be the transport minister? That person, I would say 90% likelihood is going to be a huge improvement over whoever is sitting in that chair right now. Any random average Canadian person is just as and honestly probably more capable of doing the job of every single fucking person sitting in those 338 seats. They could probably do it better than every one of them. Why people want to insist that they're so, they're so special? Oh, they're so important. No, they're not. They they wear expensive clothes and talk in pre-rehearsed, canned, you know, platitudes that mean nothing. They enjoy, they get propped up and supported and insulated by liars in the media. And we all just sit here getting thrown over, bent over a barrel and fucked up the ass. And anybody that complains about it, well, you know what? They're probably a fed. This this is This is not acceptable. This is outrageous. My God, we are in a fucking bad shape. I can't believe they're stupid enough to do this. Did you see this? The nurses are dancing again. This time it's for climate change. What what is this? Nurses are dancing and sing, and and they're sending a political message now. Oh, so is the pandemic over? Because last time you guys were dancing, everyone was dying, but they actually weren't. And now you're dancing again, and still now you're saying the sky is angry. 
We got to get rid of fossil fuels. Hillary Clinton tweeted earlier that uh, yeah, if you don't like the heat wave, blame the Republicans. Oh, oh. So the last how long? But 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 you but the Democrats have been in power for for years now, and everything's getting worse. So <laughs> I don't know. I I don't know how that works. You you seem to think that who you vote for and whoever's in charge is going to dictate you know what the sky does. It's so stupid. They think you're an idiot. Oh, if you just paid more carbon taxes, I can't believe I have to fucking that that this is something that people don't inherently understand. That a twelve-year-old does not just immediately say that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. That's not you know I would have known this at twelve years old. Oh, I have to pay all these taxes because the sky and we pollute too much, and and it's it's because that's why we're doing too much pollution, so it's getting hotter outside. Well, I, I also at twelve years old I would ask questions like, you know. About different countries and about different places. Where are the most people? Where are the I know that most of the people in the world live in China, in India. That's where the most people are, and they seem to be polluting quite a bit. And we only have at the time, geez, when I was twelve, Canada was probably like what 29, 30 million people. So I mean, we're not even California. We're not even a drop in the bucket globally. We're not going to make any difference at all. So. Unless unless we're tackling the root of the problem, like in the other instance, it's mass migration. In this one, if, you're, if your objective is to end pollution and stop the, you know, the, the sky is angry, we have to... Why aren't we declaring war on China? Why aren't there battleships and satellite, you know, super weapons parked outside the borders of India right now saying, time to deindustrialize or we're going to destroy your civilization because you're polluting too much and you're going to ruin the earth. You're going to kill everyone. So you're going to deindustrialize, or we're going to fucking deindustrialize you for you. Okay? That's what would happen if that was real. It's not real. We do no pollution. None. Actually, Canada's a net, uh, the amount of trees and foliage and vegetation we have, we clean more air than we pollute, actually, in Canada. By far. By far. So the world actually owes us money. None of this makes any sense. The banks are all insuring oceanfront property. Not, you know, putting a premium on anybody living in the mountains or the hills. Because there's not going to be a flood. There's not None of this is going to happen. Water levels have been the same for 100 years. They know that. This is all just another thing they can use to rile people up with fear and anxiety to make them do what they want. You have a bunch of weak people that are easily manipulated and made to be afraid. Oh, the feds. Oh, the sky. Oh, all the time. And they'll do what they want. People that aren't afraid and are not easily rattled and not immediately go into fucking coward victim. Oh my god, I'm so scared mode. It's a lot easier, a lot more difficult to fool them into anything. So that you know, the system, the establishment, it wants cowards. It wants broken, demoralized weaklings, and that's the only people that this kind of absurd nonsense works on. Broken, demoralized, weak, pathetic people. That's why they want to make you and make everyone like that. So this kind of shit will will work. <laughs> Somebody commented and told Hillary, where you're going to be is much hotter. After she says, uh, you know, what did she say? Hot enough for you? Thank a MAGA Republican. Or better yet, vote the men of office. Oh my God, it's so hot outside. Yeah, sometimes it's hot in the summer. Yeah. Oh my God, 47 in North Africa? Yeah, that sounds normal. Holy jeez. 
get used to the heat where you're going. It's going to be worse. Oh, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, right? That sucks to see that happen to an 18-year-old, but, it, you know, I think he's going to be fine. Oh, no, he's not going to get to play in the NBA. Like, of all the people to have a, a uh, reaction like this, I think the son of LeBron James is probably one of the better situations to be in because, um, you know what, Dan Hartman certainly didn't get very much fucking backup when something happened to his kid, did he? You can bet your ass if anything happens to LeBron James's kid, there's going to be hell to pay. Because he's famous. He's a famous ball-throwy guy. Ugh, he's really tall. He puts the ball in the net. So we paid him a fucking fortune, and now he dresses like a Chinese lord. The fuck is he wearing? I hate LeBron James, by the way. I think he's a fucking imbecile. I feel bad for his kid. But, I mean, this is happening to people all over the world, and now it's like, oh, but a famous person. Oh, but a famous person. Sports. A sports guy? Is there a, sp- a sports person? A celebrity? A celebrity? I fucking hate regular people, man. Because <laughs> this is what it takes. Did you hear what happened to LeBron James? Yeah, like seven people in your town died this year. Yeah, but did you hear what happened to LeBron James? I... F- Bing! Never come, come near me again. <laughs> what else? Imagine. Oh, and I know it's it's so crazy. Seventy three percent of people in a poll of Trump voters say racism against white people, white Americans, is a problem. That's so annoying that so many people are noticing a very obvious problem, huh? Isn't that isn't that crazy? Voters view racism against whites as a bigger problem than racism against blacks, according to a new YouGov poll. Well, the FBI crime statistics would would seem to you know suggest that's probably uh, probably a, an appropriate. Stance. <laughs> Running out of time. I don't have time to get into all that. I want to get through all of this, but uh, or maybe maybe that was it. Am I close? Am I almost close? Oh no, I'm not. I got one, two more, one more. Uh, we just need to build more houses. We don't have enough houses. We're getting another million people. We need another fucking five hundred thousand houses. Half of Bangladesh is going to be here by next month. They need houses. Get the fuck out of it. Tear down that homeless encampment. Kill those homeless veterans. Give them made. Take all those resources. Build mansions for uh, Sikh Khalistani truck drivers. Oh, well, this sounds bad. Epic Times says serious doubt about vaccine safety after forced release of 15,000 pages of clinical trial data. Do I even need, do I even care to read this? Utter lack of thoroughness, serious doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we know. We've known that for years. This isn't news to us. (laughs) Very clear. And yeah, you know. Canadians aren't getting vaccinated fast enough. That's what he said at the time. He wanted people vaccinated faster. We don't know if we're gonna have, we may have to have a vaccine passport. Oh, oh! If the conservatives is with him, especially if they were in power throughout COVID rather than the liberals, it would have been worse. The police crackdowns on people much worse. There'd be more people in jail. People might even be dead. 
It's true. And uh, you'll see. Trust me. You're going to see the true face of these people. You know, there's a lot. Oh, that'll never happen, bro. That'll never. <laughs> okay. I've been watching this since pre-Harper. Paul Mar- when was John Cretchen, I think, was when I first started kind of pay attention. Pay attention to politics and who was doing what. And uh, yeah, they're all the same. They're all the same. They've got they've got different flavors. They've got uh, different quirks. But they all play for the same team, not yours. They play for their own team. They play for their money. All right, I'm gonna finish these chat, and then I'm gonna I gotta I gotta go. I think Morgan's gonna be here soon, and I need to eat something. And I gotta. It's too hot, and I'm wearing black. Not that it matters in the basement, but you know we had a funeral today. All right. Uh, I thought it was appropriate to wear black. You know, it's the end of Rebel News. <laughs> the credibility of, of that man has been buried now. So, you know, it's appropriate. You want to wear black when when some, when some something dies. And, uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, Bullock says, your superpower power is creating a community with ideas. Oh, well, it could be that, too. They don't like that, either. That's really upsetting to a lot of people. Jen Steese is just joining now. I had some beers with my contractor after he fixed a leaky toilet. Shame. I was wondering what happened to Jen Steese. Thank you very much, sir. I appreciate it. No, don't worry. They've, I've been well taken care of this evening. I appreciate it. Uh, Jake says, being a member of parliament should be treated like jury duty. Select 338 random citizens to fill those seats. I would At this point, you might as well. Yeah, I think that would be, a more, that would be better at this point. <laughs> and Jen Steese again says, on the plus side, I think you may have a new follower. Oh, your contractor. What's he? What does he hate the most? I'll go to. T- <laughs> Let me help you. And Chelsea says black life jackets. Just saying, black life jackets. I don't know what you. I don't know what that means. That would be a bad idea in real life because you can't see those in the dark or in the water. They're supposed to be eye catching, so you find the people that are trying not to drown. Anyway. I don't know. Uh, Wallbanger says there's just as much of an emergency as there was the last time they were dancing. Correct. Completely correct. Uh, I want to make sure I didn't miss any other ones here. Uh, I don't know if I did. Stuck by bees. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps bees had something to do with it. Cross yourself like a heathen. I'm, I'm just, is that not how you're supposed to do it? I don't know. I am a heathen. I'm an agnostic heathen. I'll do whatever I want. If the Muslims had a thing, I'd do that too. I'll draw you. I'll draw Muhammad. I don't care. <laughs> no one's safe. Um. Uh, Kyra, I always been saying it wrong. Kyra, Kirsten says copyright infringement notice. Are the feds Nazis? That I said on Telegram was Begets words. Credit to her. I'm not sure. They must be. I guess. I guess they are. I guess. If I'm a Nazi and the feds, then that means the feds are Nazis. Therefore, <laughs> the whole fucking thing falls apart once you just start. Once you really start looking at it, it makes no sense. It's completely flawed and insane logic. So, um, new entropy record? No, it's not. <laughs> the entropy record's quite high, actually. Spectacle. All right. Do I get everything? I think I did black life jacket would probably just sink <laughs> I, he says i know but you were all thinking it yeah i'm a jesuit spy as well that's right and i'm a, and i'm a russian agent i'm a lot of things i'm a very busy guy i have a lot of time to do all these different things 
Um, so we got that. Oh, and by the way, and I know a lot of people, you know, a lot of people get, uh, you know, I don't want to say help, but it helps. It helps to have a. You have to have a tribe. You have to have your people. You have to have your your friends and your network and stuff. You need to feel. You have to, everybody has to belong somewhere, or it's bad for your mental health. You know, it's bad for your being. It's bad for your soul. You have to be with your people, regard well, whoever they are. Go find them and be with them. Your your life is going to be you know better for it. We have a new a minister of mental health. A minister of mental health. Do you know who it is? You might recognize her. She's uh, been featured through the intro here for quite a long time. Introducing the new, once again, dual passport holding, Minister of Mental Health. How much vitriol do we have to see of Honk Honk, which is an acronym for Hail Hitler, do we need to see by these protesters on social media? (laughs) Mental health help is in good hands, guys. Um, You know, there's kind of a... It's like the people that get really involved. <laughs> yeah. Tivor, I just saw somewhere. He's, I think, he's almost a psychologist. He's almost done. Are you? Are you a psychiatrist yet? What are you doing? He's almost done. I think so, or he's close. And uh, but like sometimes we'd be like people that want to go into that field and be, you know, I'm going to take hold of the mental health stuff. I'm going to do that. They're usually the most fucked up people. <laughs> They're trying to fix themselves. <laughs> In this case, though, this is just a crazy government person being in charge of a, of a position that they're not qualified to handle. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're just going to make uh, random things. Collect a pile of money, make life worse for everybody, probably invent you know staff positions for jobs that don't need to exist, do diversity inclusion training, you know, salute some rainbow flags, stuff like this. It's not there's – no, there's no – there's no impetus. There's no manifesto. There's there's no plan. Like this is how we're going to solve the mental health crisis this country's in. By the way, it's not minor. Uh, I bet half of our population are fucked in the head, and I mean like to a degree that demands they need medical attention. Half, half. That's that's a death sentence. We need more houses. Oh. What can you do? Just let it burn, you know? Uh, Jake's is uh, 87, Heil Gingler. I don't know what that means. I, I know I'm Gingler. What does 87 mean? Is that uh, different than, is that is it because it's less than 88? Is that what's going on? I don't know. I'm trying, I'm deconstructing these chats and I don't know if they make sense. Jenstein says, look forward to the replay. Cheers on your victory, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, I covered a lot of ground tonight and I didn't even get a lot of stories in because it's, there's just a lot of crap out there, you know? <laughs> like, look at this. Almost $636 million. This is even the total amount. So over half a billion dollars in SER benefits paid to 300,000 teenagers between 15 and 17. All right. So this place is being managed very well. Many of the teenage SER recipients were high schoolers. Just giving it six hundred and thirty-six million dollars. Who needs a bunch of state-of-the-art hospitals? We can just pay kids crazy amounts of money to get that terrible, terrible, terrible poodle perm haircut. Makes them look good. Here's a great story. Okay, I got to get out of here in a minute. I was just trying to kind of find some kind of common thread to tie this together to make it make something make sense. I don't want. I don't like to just go. All right, well that's enough for me. I'm going to bed. Bye. And turn it off. It's just weird, you know. It's like you gotta. You got to get out the right way. Um, I think I got it. I just want to find. 
one more. I <laughs> I would have I would have prepared better, but I uh, don't care that much. <laughs> the feds didn't fucking they didn't give me a uh, a performance sheet. I don't have any. I don't have any notes. I don't. They're supposed to do all this for me. I don't have it done. Bastards. Uh, fuck, this sucks. <laughs> Why can't I find it? Dead air, buddy. It's the worst thing in the world. It's worse than... It's worse than black life jackets. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> Whatever. That'll, that one will be fine. Okay. This um this story is pretty fucked up, and this kind of speaks to a, you know, kind of the message I'm trying to send a little bit, is that people shouldn't just be blindly you shouldn't just blindly trust people in authority positions. If anything, you should be the most suspicious of people in authority positions because they're the ones that can hurt you. I saw a uh, clip of Tucker Carlson hanging out with Ice Cube, and he was talking about the vaccine stuff, and he said, if they're wrong. I suffer all the consequences. If I'm wrong, nothing happened, right? Um, something like that. You can't just blindly trust people with power because they have power. Oh, well, if they have power, they must know what they're doing. They must be a good person because otherwise, how would they have gotten it? No, no, that is very dangerous and uh, childlike, uh, reckless thinking. If anything, if, if anything is the world has taught you anything in the last few years. It should be that anybody in a position of power and authority should be double-checked all the time, and they shouldn't take it personally. They should know. If I was one of these people, I'd be like, yeah, I get it, man. It's bad out here. There's fucking lying, murderous thieves and snakes everywhere. The 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 gaslighting and manipulation of everything we just went through the last couple of years. How can you, how can you take anyone at their word anymore? You have to, you know. Here's, a, here's an example. You would think an autism camp for children would be probably a very benevolent safe positive thing if you have a child with autism or maybe you have a child with autism somebody you're going to take care of either way hey there's a there's a camp they wouldn't be bad people would they cuz doctors are all good people and politicians are all good people and bankers are all good people right how about human trafficking autistic kids? How about that? Did you have that one on your fucking bingo card? One day after the owner of an Ontario camp for children with autism and her convicted sex offender husband were arrested in a human trafficking investigation, the focus turned to those left impacted. I want to go to the original story. What's this? Arrested in human trafficking investigation. Oh, that's that's, that's just beautiful, huh? Convicted sex offender living on the same property as a summer camp for children with autism in Essa Township was arrested along with his wife in a human trafficking investigation two days after the Ontario Provincial Police issued a rare public advisory about him. Uh, Lauriston Maloney and Amber Maloney were taken into police custody on Wednesday morning and charged with multiple offenses related to recruiting, exercising control, exploitation, assault, forcible confinement, and financial benefit from committing a crime. A publication ban is in place, as it always is. The wife owns and operates Beating the Odds, IBI, and Child Development Services, which offer services for children on the autism spectrum from her eighth line property. Holy fuck. 
hey, let's fucking victimize kids, but not any kids. Let's go after the kids with disabilities specifically, with developmental problems and so on. Well, you know, what a... That's the fucking world you're in. That could have been, you know, that could be where your kid goes for... You know what I mean? And I think this is this is what it's really going to come down to. This is where this is a, one of the lines that are being drawn is trust. I hear that from people all the time, and I and I saw in person, um, you know, a woman specifically being like, uh, you know, one of these events, one of these polit- these one of these handshaking, you know, fake events. These politicians be like, we really just. Hope that, you know, we can trust. Oh, yeah, you can trust us. Absolutely. Let's lie to their teeth. Nobody knows who to trust anymore. Trust in the police, all-time low. Trust in the media, all-time low. Trust in the government, all-time low. Trust in doctors, all-time low. Nobody trusts anybody anywhere anymore. And we have a low-trust society. Violent crime is increasing. It will continue to increase. So that's why trust is a very rare sought sought after commodity people want to know who they can trust they want to know who's telling the truth they want to know who's up front they want to know who's being transparent they want to know who's got the receipts who can they listen to who can they be around that is not trying to steal from them kill them inject them with shit or traffic their fucking children or call people feds and all of this other crap that's going on Nobody has time for this shit anymore. We're all done. We're all done with it. We're all fucking tired of it. It's just liar. Oh, liar. Oh, more liars. Oh, look over here. Some more liars. What's under my hat? Oh, look. More fucking liars. More liars and more criminals and more thieves. And where do we... Let me... Jeez, let me put on my fucking glasses. I'm going to try really hard to see if I can find... Yeah. No, no. I can't see any accountability from anyone anywhere about anything ever. It seems like these pieces of shit just keep getting away with it and getting away with it and getting away with it. How many scandals? And we've all just grown to accept that, oh, this is just how it is in Canada. Everything's just fucked. Oh, the police are crooked. They're killing people. Porta Peak, a fucking pig farm over here. Fucking guys, guys. Oh, the prime minister's selling money off. He's paying his family. His mom's getting rich, and we're fucking burying evidence. Who cares? Who fucking cares? Who cares? Oh, we're doing illegal wars, and you who cares? Fucking who cares anyway? Just take the needles. Get them all. Fifteen shots. It doesn't matter. Nobody's ever cared. Get it all. Oh, it turns out we were wrong all the time? Fucking who cares? Put people in jail, cancel bank accounts. Who fucking cares? Nobody cares. Are you kidding? We can't, we cannot go on like this. This is not going to end well. I mean, do I, do I need to, do, clearly, so, that's why it's important to tell the truth. You have to stick to the truth. And you can't deviate from that. You can't get away from that because we live in a world of lies. We're in an empire of lies. The framework of the reality that we sit in right now is constructed of lies by liars. And the few people trying to tell the truth about it are being targeted by the liars. 
And it's too bad, you know. If there was two sides of the story, if the people that were telling the truth were allowed to talk, at least a number of people who otherwise, you know, made the wrong decision could have made the right one because they would have had access to the other side of the story. Maybe LeBron James's son would have gone on to be a successful NBA phenom like his father. I guess now we'll never know because he only had access to one version of reality, which is what the TV said. You gotta listen to Dr. Fauci! Oh, yeah, good thing you listen to the people in authority. They never lie. They're always right. You can trust them. Weapons of mass destruction, Gulf of Tonkin, babies and incubators. Yeah, you can trust them. It's time to stay home and stay safe. Hashtag do your part. You know, we're all in this together. Yeah. They're all in this together with that each other against us down here. There's only two sides, really. What are they called now? The powerful few? We can't call them the wealthy elite. That's anti-Semitic. They're the powerful few now. They're like the X-Men. They're going to have a uniform and a comic book that's going to come out. <laughs> Their home base is going to be fucking Rothschild Mansion somewhere. <laughs> People don't like it when you get caught lying. And if anybody thinks that uh, I'm being too harsh, I'm not being harsh enough. We got here. Everything is so fucked up because these people can lie and get away with it. They don't get punished. There's no incentive to not do that. Make shame great again. Let's fix that. Make these people afraid to open their lying fucking mouths again. That's what I say. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you. I may be back on Friday, but I may not be. Depends on the timing and some stuff. Some stuff that's going on. Thank you so much again. I appreciate your continued support, and uh, I won't forget it. You guys that have stuck by me, dude, I... Don't worry. Don't, don't worry. We're just getting started. It's just getting good. Season three is just getting good, I promise. RagingDistant.com for all of my social media links, Telegram, Substack, and all of that good stuff. I hope you guys have a great evening. I'm going to go find my girl and, uh, well, she's got work to do. Six separate Tyrannus, poor Patria! No dual citizens in government. Can we have that, please? Say a prayer tonight before you go to bed for uh, whatever shreds remained of uh, Rebel News' credibility. I didn't start it. I didn't start it, but, you know, my dad always told me something when I was a kid. Don't start something you can't finish. I don't like to start things. 
But it is satisfying to finish it and see the book get closed. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? That's it, that's all. See you next time. Cheers, Propet. No, Phil. No. No, not like this. No. I meant metaf- I meant like figuratively, like in the minds of other people. They This isn't what I meant by destroy. I mean, I'm not I'm impressed you were able to put this together so fast. Baseball bats, Phil. Back up in your ass with the resurrection. Is the group No, you go ahead. I'll just watch. It does. It kind of looks like Office Space, yeah. But that was a printer, and this is a this is a person. All right, all right, Phil. All right, he's had enough. He's had enough. Let's go. Come on. Come on. It's okay. Oh, no, he's going back for more. Phil, stop it. He's already dead, Phil. He's already dead. What do you mean? How do I know? His head isn't attached to his body. Phil! Phil! Okay, he's going to be a while. I'm just going to go home. I don't want to be here when somebody finds this mess anyway. Phil is really pissed about this. I've never seen him like this. I've never seen him like this. I, I think there's something in the water, man. It's got me in the water. Oh, fuck. Chuck's on a killing spree again. We kill a team for men. I walk around town with a frown on my face. Fuck the whole world. Gonna get to murder again.